Let's hope that's not too loud. All right. Let's crack them. All oh, right. yeah. I was waiting for this. Mm. Episode 114, Ride at Shotgun with yeah. Norman Jim. And the day after, the T Bone Open. The T Bone Open. Got nice shirts. Good yeah, time. Man, this is a sweet ass shirt. Yeah, that's all John Patrick. He said, said that. Well, I, I mean, why didn't he collect for that? Do I owe him for this? I have to. I don't. Nope. He, Nope. Uh, he's he's, he doesn't want it. He he wanted to do this. So he set the whole thing up. He got everybody there. He got the food. He got the beer back at the house. He got everything. Really nice. The only nice. thing everybody had to pay for was a round of golf, and then I got the beers for the R Force or something. That yeah, was, I mean, next year I'll make it my way back because yeah. I, I just yeah. want to hang out with the guys. It's like, yeah. you know, you get to know the group you're in, and I, I want to get to know some of the other guys that play in the Yeah, they got, a good, they got a nice group of guys. There's a lot of them yeah. are John Patrick's friends. A couple of uh, John's cousins. Um, his nephew was there, Shawnee. You, you probably met Shawnee. Yeah, yeah, Shawnee. He, met, met he many played times with McKinney and T-Bone. So. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... So, episode 114, Riding Shotgun with Norman Jim. This is the day after the T-Bone Open, the third annual T-Bone third Open. Annual, yeah. So, uh, Good time. Great time. And um, how many people, what were there, six foursomes? Uh, 24, 24 people. Yeah, yep. so yep. six times four, yep. IQ question we're starting you out with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just remembering when the guy said, how many carts you need, it's 12 enough, and then Johnny's like, yeah, we got 24 guys. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So six foursomes, um, we did a scramble this year, so mm-hmm. with it being the third annual, you can tell everybody the first year it started out, it was first, just First four year was just, four, it was just... John, John Patrick, T-Bone, and myself, and it was a week after my niece's wedding, and we, we had a hilarious time, you know, because he's hilarious. He is hilarious. And then we just said, you know, we should do, make this an annual thing, so now this is a thing. Then year two, which is the first year I played, yeah. and uh, we had a lot of golfers. I think we had, what, like we had some, 16? I think 16, maybe maybe 20. It's getting bigger each yeah. year. Because so. everybody hears about it, like, hey, I want in, I want yeah. in. And I'm sure this year, same thing. Somebody's going to say, hey, that sounded like fun. I want in, I want in. Because, you know, all the guys we know knew somebody, probably would know somebody one way or another, either it's me or you or Colbridge's and his buddies, right. Jimmy Claus and his buddies, their, their cousins are in on it. You know, or John Patrick had a lot of his buddies were in on it. And they're good guys, too. And it's cool because, you know, even though that first group went off, they didn't take off yet, but T-Bone hitting the you know, oh, the well, traditional first off. shot, yeah, yeah. which is great. You know? <laughs> it's like uh, Jack Nicholson and Arnold Palmer, and <laughs> except his <laughs> at the Masters, but it's yeah, the T Bone yeah, hitting the it's shot. It's the T Bone, and I got a video of it, and he's like, hits it. And I was like, "You ready for a beer?" He goes, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good dude." So, uh, really good time. So our foursome. Um, you tell me, yeah. So it's going to be you, me, John Patrick, and uh, Colleen's boyfriend Ward. Yep. Who you say? Yeah, he just picked up golf. Just picked up golf. Yep. This guy played out of his mind yesterday. Ward was on fire, and he—he he, when we got back to the house, he had a smile on his face. Oh, you sure. couldn't wipe that smile because every time I was like, "Pass me, like, Ward." Jesus, what the hell got into you, man? You're the yeah. man. And he's like, "Hey, I just been playing a lot this year, and boy, oh boy, he really showed up." It was awesome, you know, because uh, I thought about the very first hole, right? So we used my drive. Uh, we're in good shape. JP hits the second shot. We're just a little short of the green. Mm-hmm. That was a long hole, 420-yard yeah. hole. We're just in front of the green. Um, and then we chip up. We're like a, couple, you know, yep. a few feet away, and you knock in the putt. So yep. I'm like, all right, three of the four of us contributed yep. to hole yep. one. Yep. I'm like, this is, a, this is the way a scramble should work. Yeah. Next hole, 
that long par three, 205 yards, and yeah. Ward hits that shot just over the top of the trap, yeah. and that thing checks back, and we're sitting, you know, that was a long putt, like yeah. about 30 foot putt, but you know, we're on the green in regulation, and I'm like, here we go, everybody's yeah. contributed yeah. And, and after five shots. And that's why I love it, because it was kind of like a team. We were all, mm-hmm. and, and the whole time, we keep saying, let's get some birdies, come on, and every time we were this close, yeah. I mean, we're how many times we change our name? You know, know, right? Let's call us the long drive. Let's call us the bar guys. Some bar. Every yeah. hitters, the boys. We were boys, everything. Yeah, we were everything. I don't yeah. even know what we ended up. I don't know. But then, you know, it's like every Oh, the hole. Eagles. The, we got, we got, we got an eagle in that last hole. <laughs> and then, you know, everybody was contributing and everybody, and we were all, okay, let's get, we got to get it. We got to get under par. Let's do it. Yeah. And I mean, that one hole, I hit it. And I don't know how the hell that ball didn't go in. I, I would have hit a pebble and it jumped over. That the was hole. unbelievable. Went right over. And, you know, I think of that that long hole, really long par five, where we were over the back after I hit that long three iron. We were over the back yeah. Yeah. two. And then we used your shot because yeah. we went down that. Everything yep. was down the hill. Yep. And then we missed the putt coming back up. So we ended up parring Par that hole. again. We parred the whole way. And it was end. like, you know, we were, we were right there yeah. <laughs> in two. And we only got a five, you know. And uh, But it was like, I think... What did we end up? Eagle and birdie, the last two holes, last two right? Holes, yeah. But we every one of those last few holes, we were putting for birdie. It was yeah. like amazing. Yeah, it was fun. And then that last hole, Johnny had a 30-40. He was on going for it. Bang. Bang. Drained it. That was unbelievable. That well, was, he hit. That so, was all his. That was all his and, yeah, I know, the rules committee, whatever. The we rules. were in the fairway. How yeah. the hell could we be out of bounds? Please tell me how we're out of bounds. Well, I don't know. Yeah, those guys, they just, you know, they, they have nothing else to do but bitch and moan. That's why I call them the golf girls. But it was like, so I went across the fairway. I went over the fairway and over. Mm. Uh, Ward was back a little, which would have been, I don't think we would have got there at two. He was like 270 still. And John Patrick, I said, I measured it out. We're 205. I'm like, we can get there at two from here. But the trees were in the way. So I went around the trees, and I thought, okay. And I had a four iron, but, you know, I kind of curved it around the trees. I'm like, that's going to be pretty good. Then John Patrick comes up, goes, over the trees with the five iron and nails, and nails it green, and it fucking man. nails the green yeah he, he's good with his irons mm-hmm. he's very good with his irons he was so good now i know why he keeps saying i should just use the irons off the tee oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're he's, hitting 200 plus oh, off the he, tee yeah, he hits he, he's great with his irons he can really take and then you figured it out off the tee you know you were hitting that oh the three, three irons. irons you were starting Beautiful. to fucking wow, hit that man, thing really good nice man rip man yeah i get I, I that's all my irons i got those yeah, grips on there but i got that that three iron I got from uh, Bobby Shower. He didn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, um, and so what I did was that grip on that three iron. I loved it so much, and I loved that club so much. I had all my clubs done with that oh, grip. Really? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, it's a nice grip. Yeah. So and obviously the two I was using is old. So, but two, Jesus Christ, Jimmy. There must have been 35 clubs in that bag. Oh, no, the two iron I was using. The funniest thing. I only used like three clubs out of the whole thing. I know, but it was the funniest thing. There you go, Jimmy. John Patrick's like, this is a little heavy. This is your bag you're going to use. I'm like, what the fuck? And there was lefty clubs in it. (laughs) There was like five lefty clubs. Trash can of clubs. There you go. That's well, it'll help you if you have to get one from a tree. You can hit left-handed. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, well, you know you're going to be around a tree. Yeah, you're right, I will be. 
<laughs> but T-Bone opened. So then you guys went back to Colbridge's yep, afterwards. Yep, yep. Kind of cooked up burgers and fries. Somebody brought Corpolese. And then oh, did they? The tomato his pie? His brother-in-law came up from Jersey. He had pulled pork. So we had tons of food. and Nice. A lot of beer. Everybody kind of went back. And you know, I, I hung out for a few hours and then left. And I guess these guys, a couple of them stayed. You know, I, oh, I did they stay that. over? Yeah, a couple of them. You know, his brother-in-law, Scott, who lives down in Upseekin, he drove up. So, okay. of course, he stayed. Uh, I, I don't know who else stayed, but yeah, they were. I saw a few pictures late night. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't stay. I, we forgot to get guys. our we forgot to get our foursome picture. Oh yeah, yeah, we should. JP kept saying, "Look, we got to get a group picture. Got a group oh, picture." And yeah, I was yeah. thinking about it as soon as after I left. I was like, "Fuck, we never yeah, got that yeah, picture." Yeah. So yeah, man, kudos to Ward. Oh, he um, played well. He did. He played really he well. Really did you? Well. And just a great, humble kid, man. Mm-hmm. I say kid. I mean, what is he? 30-something, 35, 36. Yeah, I mean, like to me. But he's a nice guy. Yeah. Penn State grad. Man. Penn State guy. Now a lawyer. Now a lawyer. He does very well for himself. Him and Carl live uh, off the main line. Oh, do they? So, Doesn't yeah. she work in Wissahickon School District? She looks at, lives in Wissahickon, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I just, I enjoyed our group, man. Yeah. Every right. time, like, I'd hit, I'd hit a shot, I'd hit a good one. John Patrick, give me some, give me some. And I'm, like, ready to, you know, give him a fist bump or a high five. He goes, nah, man. <laughs> you do the arm lock yeah, thing. Like, what are you, the Bass Brothers, Canseco and McGuire? <laughs> he was like, you got to give something that. Man. That was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I had a good day yesterday, yeah, man. Yeah, it was fun. That was yeah, fun time. I had a really, really fun time. But, you know, so, uh, you know, I had a decision to make early in the morning. Mm-hmm. We had that appointment to take Blue to the vet. And uh, Sue's like, just go, just go. Yeah. She was going to take him. So, unfortunately, old Blue passed away, 15 oh, years old yesterday. Yeah, old Blue. Uh, <laughs> you know how he got his name? No. Because so, his eyes are... Yeah, he has one brown eye, one blue eye. Yeah, yeah. So, Luke, little three-year-old Luke, named him Blue. Oh, okay. That's and I remember one. they were... It was um, this ranch up in uh, Bucks County. It was called Last Chance Ranch. So, they mostly had worked with horses. Mm-hmm. So, like they rehabilitated horses and stuff and so it, i don't know it was in the news or something they had this they got the something happened in west virginia and they brought all these dogs in or whatever mm-hmm. so we ended up adopting him he was a puppy at the time and they there was this whole litter it was like all these dogs and um they all come running out and i'm like oh i like this one this one's cool luke's like no i want the one with the two different eyes he kept and i'm like well all the other ones are playing with me <laughs> He's like, I want that one. Okay. So Luke picked that dog out, and oh, uh, ah, you know what? The longest we've ever had a dog, fifteen oh, years. Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow! And you've had some dogs that like spin yeah, you had for a long time. Thirteen years spin, yeah. yeah. Blue, uh, Gilmore didn't last that long. He was shit. I don't know, eleven maybe. But and now we got you know. I'm like I said to Sue, that's it, right? We got this one at home now. You know, okay, just going with one. Just going with one. Okay. I'm like, yeah, don't. You had don't two pull. for a long. You always um, had two. I'm like, don't pull this on me. I'm like, yeah. you know, I, we got a lot to do now. We're gonna have a lot of traveling and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, just having this one is fine. He's great. This yeah. dog's a freaking angel. Good. And uh, yeah, he's a cool dog. So, so it's just the one now. Old Blue passed away. Uh, and then speaking of passed away, we talk about it last week. Best announcers yeah, of all time. Yeah. And then you know, and we didn't know the timing of Bill Russell. He died. Probably, you know, the announcer probably during, during our, our, our podcast, podcast yeah. last week. So two legends in their own, you know, fields. One in basketball, one in announcing. And like you said, we were doing the Mount Rushmore, and I think I put Vin number one. Right. Well, you did. It was the first one you said. Yeah. So smooth. Yeah, so I love Vin smooth. Scully. 
You know, and, and they, you know, I obviously watched some of the specials and I saw them before where it's not just what an announcer says, it's what he doesn't say and allows it. And they, they touched upon him. He would say, you know, I want to say what I want to say and I want to get out of the way and let the crowd react because he goes, that's how he got hooked on it. He goes, I used to listen on the radio of games and just listen to the roar of the crowd. Yeah. I loved it. Which he is goes, cool, which is kind of what he did with Kirk Gibson. Sometimes. Yes, that's what he did. He, he, he'd announce it's a home run and he, he didn't say anything to cross a plate. Exactly. And then he goes, in a year of improbability, the impossible is happening, yes. something like that. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. yeah, and he goes, I wanted them to hear the crowd. He goes, I didn't want to say anything. Until so cool. A plate. And he had such a smooth delivery. Yeah, yeah. He was very good. And, you you know, obviously he was a, a Dodger fan. He must have been. He worked for him for 67 years. But you would never know. He was very n- neutral. He just kind of said the well, game. Would they say he grew up as a Giants fan? He might have. I mean, he started with the— In uh, New York. He started in Brooklyn with the, the Dodgers. Right. Um, and then the, the Dodgers hired him. Yeah, the Dodgers— I mean, then— yeah, the Dodgers end up hiring. And then he, they go, go to L.A. That's why Red Barber did not go. He didn't mm-hmm. want. I guess he didn't want to go to L.A. He ended up going to the Yankees. Right. But then you know he was there all that time. My God. So now I don't know what he grew up, but uh, he grew up in New York, and he, he, he grew was, up in New York. He said he was a Giants fan wherever the Giants were back then. They were in. Now, New I know they were in New York. Uh, but. They played at the Polo Grounds. Okay. So yeah, so, he, you know he's a fan, of, and he talks about he's coming home from school, stopped by the Polo Grounds. He did, yeah. and he said. And watch this game and fell in love with the game. Yeah. And then, you know, it was like from there, yeah, yeah. he got a job at like 18 announcing. Yeah, he was young. Yeah, he was I really think young. he was full-time maybe at 22, worked till he's, what, 89, and then he's been retired the last five or six years. Right. So, great amazing, announcer. Amazing, amazing. He was so awesome. So, then then, then Bill Russell, who had a, a rough go of it up in Boston. Yes, you know, they, you know, they, they have their moments, that's for sure. I mean, they treated the poor guy. He was the greatest... You know, he's the greatest Celtic by far. And the way they treated him was awful. So, but when you say they treated him, the Celtics fans didn't treat him bad. It was some outlier bad people in Boston. Yeah, they... Right? And so you can't label the entire... City can't let the by, whole city, but I mean, you know, somebody really broke into the man's house, destroyed times. his house, defecated in the freaking guy's fucking bed. bed. You know, and yeah. you know, so it kind of molded him as to what he was. You know, some people might have said hey, he was an angry dude, but <laughs> the hell, who, who could blame the man? Yeah. But I mean, he loved his teammates. He loved Red Arback. Um, well, Red, yeah, I mean, Red was you know, fair. Red had to go. He had to fight his own racism too, because he was a, a, a guy from New York who was Jewish. Right. You know, so he had to fight his own battles too. So they they kind of like made it. They turned it in like, hey, it's us against the world, man. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. And they sure did. Yeah. So which was cool, and um, you know, you can't you can't top his championships, right? I mean, there's Not a lot of team sports. No, nope. no. You know what is it? Ten, right? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So in 13 years, he appeared in 12 championships, won 11 of the 12. Yeah. And the only one he lost was he got hurt. He got hurt and couldn't finish the series, and he lost. So, is that? Well, didn't Wilt beat him one year? No, Wilt not in the championship. Oh, Wilt beat the Lakers. Wilt, no, Wilt beat the Warriors in '67. Oh, Wilt okay. was on the Sixers. He right. Beat the Celtics for the East. Then they went to the championship. Okay. Right, right, right. So. But Bill Russell was on that team. Oh, he was on that team that they yeah. beat for the Eastern Conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense, right? Yep. Yeah, but other than that, right? I mean, he. He had the more championships than Wilt. We would Wilt get two. Wilt got two, yeah. yeah you know. Not too many people came close. I, I just read an article where he was talking with Jordan or something like that. And, you know, like when Jordan was still playing and he went up to Russell, he said, I'm going to break your Russell record. He goes, which one? 
<laughs> he goes, oh, he goes, we're going to do this and that. He goes, you're not going to break either of them. You're not going to win eight in a row and you're not going to win 11. He goes, but nice try. And then, you know, somebody said, not many people can shut up Jordan. Right. But he could, so. Yeah, and he wasn't, he wasn't a, you know, a bragger. He was a humble guy, humble player. Um, he, you know, he didn't sign autographs for the obvious region, yeah, reason yeah, that he, did not he didn't trust anyone. Nope. He said he'd rather... <laughs> Rather shake your hand and have a cup of coffee and speak to you as a human being. And I'd rather that. I would love to. He, he said he thought it was demeaning to somebody come up, you give an autograph, and you don't make eye contact and speak to you. Right. I would love to sit down and have it. I don't, I'm not an autograph guy. I'd, I've never I'd been I'd rather sit down guy, and yeah. talk to you. I don't understand the whole autograph yeah, fascination. Yeah, I I, I'm not into that. And I'd I don't get understand, a picture of somebody. I don't me. understand these grown men with memorabilia and stuff and they sit there and they elbow kids out of the way who just yeah. want to meet their star and the kids want to get the autograph or the dad sits behind gives the thing to the kid to get him up there to get the autograph i never understood that yeah i was never an and yeah i've never been an autograph I, I would autograph. rather i would rather just sit there and have a, a couple minute conversation that's it like, now hey, i've been big doing? on any when i meet celebrities getting a picture taken i would them. love to get a picture with yeah them. but autographs i could care less because you're gonna lose a piece of paper who gives a shit yeah and it's only you know most of the time, um, I'd rather just sit and talk to somebody, like you know, yeah. at an airport, and just talk yeah, to somebody, yeah. like and just treat them. That's what they want. Yeah, I that's figure. How and I I'm not. Rather, I've never been starstruck. Yeah, I'd um, rather just hey, how you doing? That's the way my dad raised me. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not into that stuff either. Yeah, because so, you know they want their privacy, so I always kind of say, you know, leave them alone unless they are welcoming. Like, hey, man, don't worry about it. Right. You know, but otherwise, I'm like, you know, rather figure you want your privacy. So a lot of that then, you know, you talk about um, championships and stuff. And so we'll go into the captain, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Very good. Very so I, good. I, I haven't know, seen the, la the latest one. I got probably watched Okay, so I watched six. I just finished six. I didn't six. watch six. So, so you're up to five. Five, correct. Right, where five is a little out there. Um, you know, five is where. <clears throat> yes, yes. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, so the only thing I don't understand about five is. <clears throat> there's a guy that they keep interviewing, right? They interview Buster Allen. They interview so mm -hmm. many people during this thing, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a, you know, the gray-haired guy. He's like a reporter, a retired reporter. Oh, oh, the guy from, he's actually from Cleveland. Okay. And he interviewed A-Rod. And, you know, he started saying, hey, you know, I guess all these guys were looking for stories. So he kind of asked him something like, and I think that might have been in episode four, too. And then he touched upon him again. Oh, he was And everybody times. was kind of poking a bear about, are you friends with him or this or yeah. that? And he kind of said something about Jeter. He apologized, but then he went on somewhere else and kind of said something else. And Jeter's like, hey, you know what? You do it once and apologize, fine. You do it twice, I obviously can't trust you. Right. Well, I was then, thinking about when they were talking about his race and he said... This, oh, was that the same guy, the older I guy? I think so. And he said he's colorless. And oh, no, no. That was another dude. Okay, well, that, that dude, dude... Yeah, but I was like, okay, so they interviewed this dude... And he was on it a lot, that, that he guy. He is, Because yeah. he was a beat writer for the Yankees. I thought you meant the guy who so, interviewed A-Rod. This is what I didn't like about that episode, is... Because the last episode, you'll see they do a similar thing to Buster Olney. Whereas, whoever's behind the scenes has the camera on Jeter, they go from this guy saying that, he's colorless, and then they say... And then they go to Jeter, and he's like, colorless. And he gets all upset over that. Oh, present day where he says Yes. And then he said, they said the same thing to his dad, mom. Which, whoever sister. is doing this documentary, you could have left that shit out. They're just, they were just poking the bear. Yeah. 
And I didn't think that was necessary. Is this yeah. beautiful documentary about a guy, yeah. and you know, it's literally called the captain for right. a reason. And you know, and, and kudos to to Jeter and whomever else they 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 touch upon. They never really said, and that's how it got started. They never said anything about race with Jeter. Good, right? That's how it should be. Talk about how good of a ball player is, how good that's of a leader is, how good of a teammate he is. That's how it should be. Right. You know, then they got into Sheffield, who was like hardcore, black against He's white. the one who started it. Yeah, so it's like, you know, okay, Gary, I mean, I get it. You're proud that you're... Because he's being history. interviewed on ESPN, and he said he, he's not black. Right, he's half he, black. He's and half it's like, black. Dude, but yeah, we'll, we'll say that to him if he has to travel in the South and see how they treat him. They're not going to treat him like a white guy. No, right. Right? Right, exactly, Jimmy. And so... I, I took exception to that. Like, and it all started around Sheffield, and he's just trying to get his 15 minutes. And Sheffield was a good player. He was a he's very good ball player. Very good player. And just a bit of a head case, though. Yes. And he was a me guy. Yes. Sheffield was. was always a me guy. And, yeah. and if you you realize, that time he was there, he was there three years with the Yankees. They yeah. went shit while no. Sheffield they was there. They lost to the Sox, and they blew the big lead. And then yep. the next two years was four or five. Yeah, so then he leaves, like, and guess what? They freaking won in 2009. 2009. I mean, he was well, he was kind of near the end anyway. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, why did you get into all that stuff? Right. And you see it, it upset Jeter and his family. Right. And his dad was a very proud was he, man. So he did apologize, though, to the family, though, right? He, he, he went out of his way to talk to them and right. explain himself. I don't know what he said. And Jeter did say that I had no problem with him. And he, he did, did and which he I did thought was cool. he did want to talk to his mom and dad. And say, hey, listen, this is why I said it. And they were, then they were cool with him. Like, all right, not a problem. Right. So he did explain himself. Whatever he said, they didn't get into Really it. like his mother and father. Like, oh, they're strong people. They're just, oh, my. And I'll tell you what. I read a book that his sister, his sister oh, was sister. sick. Very, very sick. And they never talk about that. They so didn't. In this whole documentary, they, they didn't. They no. don't talk about it. And he never talked about it. But she was very sick. And she wrote, wrote a tremendous motivational book called The Stuff. And I recommend reading it. Okay. And my God. The stuff that that girl went through and her family went through on, you know, Jeter was Jeter, but she had to go through her own battle. Right. And she wrote a book about other people who went through worse than her. And she went through shit. Hmm. And they never mention it. All the time he's a famous ball player, they never say, how's your sister doing? They, they didn't talk about that. Which, you know, I kind of like the fact that he just, hey, man, this is my own sister. My family, very private guy. Yeah. And, but he was a tremendous guy. And then, you know, then, you know like you say, then people are going to say, Carlos. You know, everybody's got their own battles. No, well, gonna, right. I, gonna... The thing is, they took a quote out of the guy, and he was actually complimenting him by saying that Jeter didn't see race, is what the guy was trying to say. Jeter saw everybody as colorless. He was right. kind of saying... Yeah, well... He was yeah, trying to... Probably, he was probably trying to be nice, but he I... He was trying know. to be nice. That's but the way I took it. But then they say it to him, and then, you know, of course he's going to say, what? You know, I always talk about, Jimmy, I always talk about my son... You know, he grew up, you know, he didn't see any of that, didn't he, you know, I mean, we went on vacation with Kyle and his kids, right, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and they were, they're mixed race. Yeah. And it's like, Luke never saw race. Luke was taught race in the school system. Yeah. He was taught that you're different races. He never saw difference. He went to the Goddard School. They had... You know, it, Luke never saw that. He saw people as people, and I thought yeah. that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Sucks. He's blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, he's got what he's got. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's and that's how it should be. Right. You know, and you know, kudos to to Jeter. He never. He just saw people as people, teammates as teammates, and he was a good guy. A good guy. Good guy. You know, and, you know, in in his private life. So when you get to six, 
six tails off. So five. Two thousand nine is that in five episode? No, five? that's probably the last oh, okay. one. Two thousand uh, five is more the Sox beating them, and then they're they're starting to curtail. Right, right. Five, you know, two thousand five and six are like kind they of. They did a they did really good job on that considering how, you know, the Sox beating the Yankees. They did a really nice job on that whole thing, and yeah. you know what I mean, like detailing that whole. Yeah, uh, series. Yeah, which was like great. You know, and, so they're all talking like, "Oh man, we're gonna smoke. We're up three games." And then you know, I do remember the one guy who was a former Yankee, and they invited him out. And Bern and Bernie Williams, who you know, I love that fucking ball play. I've seen that for yeah. a long time. And he's like, "Dude," and like in the middle of dinner, he got all mad. This former Yankee said, "We're gonna beat you guys." And Bernie said, "Come on, dude, we're up." Yeah, and, and then it's did you over, see, man. And then they, uh, who was it on the field? Not Veritech. It was, oh, um, it was Kevin Millar. Kevin Millar. And that's the truth. They always talk about, hey, "Don't let us win tonight." Because we in the night, then you get Petey, then you get chill. Game seven, anything can happen. It's exactly he what he said. Saying, and he said that. Well, there's a documentary the, called. You can see the video of it. It was a 30 for 30 where it's called Four Nights in October, and that's all they talked about. And all the Boston writers, and Boston writers are more cynical than Philly and are up there with the New York guys. Right. And they're like, whatever, you guys are done. You guys are cooked. He goes, don't let us win a night. And then all of a sudden, they started winning. You see Jeter like, I don't want to talk about it. And then they get to game six, and then one of the reporters said, listen, I'm not going to tell you who. But a prominent player said, if we don't win game six, we may not win. Yeah. We're probably going to lose. And the Red Sox are like, bring it. You know, so that was In that game seven, they just oh, they stomped on their necks. Them, John. I remember watching that like, <laughs> Johnny Damon's grand three. I was like, don't blow this. And I had to watch everyone. Like, oh, God, we're going to, we're going to. Even when it was like, oh, two, two. And we've lost at that point. I'm like, we can't blow a 9-1 lead with one strike to go, can we? Right. But, uh, yeah, and then Bernie Williams summed up. He goes, that loss and us blowing it <laughs> makes up for all those other things. How great is Bernie Williams? Oh, I love Bernie Williams. I, I loved awesome. him as a ball player. Yeah. And I've said many times, that, that Yankee team, I hate the Yankees, hate them. But, I mean, that team was so good. They, the way they played, I loved it. It's Bernie cool. Like, you know, Morty has shared that picture a couple times with us. Oh, Bernie Williams. Sitting yeah. at that bar with him. Yeah. Just talking with him for yeah, yeah, a couple he's a of jazz hours. jazz guitarist. Yeah, that dude is. But nobody at the bar but him and Bernie. I, would, I wish that out. was me because I, I loved his game. You know, I mm-hmm. hate the Yankees, but, God, he was good. Yeah. He was really a good ball. So when you do watch uh, episode six, I don't know if it didn't end like that was going to be the end. Episode six starts w- out. Was it, was it the end of this? Uh, I don't know show? because – because it's the end of his kind of the end of his credit. Well, yeah, about him getting three thousand hits, which was a homer. They do, which was great. They do, they do that. Um, they, you know, then he meets his wife, and they talk about how he meets her, and, yeah. and they go through all that and a how lot about, of that. How about we should have a fucking Mount Rushmore all the chicks that do that? Uh, six of the top, that motherfucker. Six of Maxim's top. Hey, 10. you know what? I gotta say, Jeter for that alone, he <laughs> should get a freaking Hall of Fame. That dude is um, the man. Yeah. So, but episode six, you know, they they get to the point and they play Jimmy Rollins on. Jay Leno, where Jay Leno says to him, how do you think it's going to go in the series, whatever? And he's like, I think we're going to win. And I think we're going to win in six. No, you know what, Jay? Five. And they go to Jeter. He goes, yep. He goes, I like Jimmy. I I like Jimmy. He's a good guy, but nope. We heard that. We all heard that. Well, I mean, (laughs) and that's good. You know, good teams do that. Like, you know, when they played the Mets, if you remember 2000. He goes, here we go again. You know, they picked the Mets in five. He goes, five? You're not even going to say six or seven. Right. Oh, no resp- Okay. All right, here we go. And they use that as fuel. Yeah. You know? But you still have to go out there and do it, you right? You still got to win the games. As, as somebody once said, you got to play. But as Jeter even says on this thing, he's like, yeah, I'm sure he heard it from his teammates. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. 
But Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins is great. Up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Shut, shut the, the fuck up. This, this is still Jer- Derek Jeter and the Yankees. Fucking yeah, so I, I mean, again, I still do very much. I, I like the, the captain. It's mm-hmm. very good. So uh, so we're episode 114, mm-hmm. and we're going to the memorable, mo- memorable moments of a... Of uh, stuff that happened in a year ending in 14. So okay. start us off. Okay, well, I'll start off with a real good one. Um, I'll start off in 1814, and this is related to the War of, war of 1812. Um, Francis Scott Key uh-uh. writes a poem that is entitled The, uh, the Defiance of Fort McHenry. Yes. And the lyrics, the words of that poem turn into the Star Spangled Banner. Yes. So, very cool. Um, when I worked in the natural gas industry, there was a guy down there, Baltimore Gas, and he would, his big thing was when you came to visit him, you had to, he would take you to lunch and then take you to more, Fort McHenry, oh, where they do the whole thing and they play the national mm-hmm. anthem in that day. And Jimmy, it is something oh, special I love that. to I see. Would love that. And this guy was like, this guy was himself. He was an ex Marine, biggest oh, friggin' dude. Nice. He, he was a big dude. And it was always great going to visit him. He sat in this little office, you know, and he was, you know, we sold all kinds of equipment that would help him, and he believed in us, but he didn't believe in salespeople. He believed in, you're trying to help me. That's why I'm going to talk to you. Okay. He was very much like, he would discount people real quick if he didn't like you, yeah. and he only liked real people. So I was like, I'm, I'm good in finding things with people, right? And so you just find that in with a guy, yeah. and then we just talk, and I, I found out what made him tick. I'm not the sales guy. I'm just here to talk to this guy. I'm yeah. freaking I'm here let to the sales you. guy to do his thing, who was very good. He loved the sales guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was always like, this is what I want. He would push it up to the next level person, you know? Nice. And the next <clears> level guy did all his business with our competitor. They were friends. Like right. the owner of that company and this guy were friends. So we had a lot to overcome. But this guy was the end user. And he would tell him he why. Yeah. yeah, and he was the you know he was in charge of all the regulations and everything like that. So he right, would get yeah. that shit through for us. And That's cool. It was a tough nut to crack. We <laughs> always said because the guy who was the salesman before the guy who was the salesman for us in that territory moved to that other company. So he took all that business with him, and it was tough nut to crack. But we got in there, and it was just great visiting this guy. That's cool. It was this ah, really cool little restaurant he would take us to every time. And they had the ultimate she crab soup. You know, the creamy crab Hometown soup. Downtown Maryland. That's, oh, oh, my God. Boy, that's, you got some so of good. And he'd sit out there on the water, you know. <clears throat> you know, downtown Baltimore, right out yeah, there on the water and all. The Harbor, but it was yeah. really nice, man. So, anyway, uh, I can't remember the name of the place. Something Joe's or something. That's I don't know. Fine. It was a really yeah, cool little yeah. place. But it's a good one, man. Yeah. That's a great one. Because that's... Yeah. You know, if you think about the national anthem and the history of that battle, and the flag was still there, and, which is key and the to the Fort McHenry. writing it as it's happening about, oh my God! And then if this, if if we hold this through the night, we're gonna win. Right. And that's basically what happened. Right. You know, which was very, very cool. Very cool so, indeed. So when it starts off as a poem, the but any historian, I, I highly recommend going down there. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. So in 2014, because that's where I'm more modern, yep. I don't know the history like you, but I, I have now incorporated in our every week podcast history questions for you. So. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> um, I'm all over the place with this week. But in the BCS National Championship game, the Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston led with Jim cra- Fisher. Crab leg eaten. Florida, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Florida yeah, State yeah, Seminoles yeah, yeah. beat oh, all I, I left and forgot to pack. 
<laughs> yeah, I looked. I forgot to pay. Beat the Auburn Tigers, thirty-four, thirty-one. Yeah, I expect. Um, I I expect big things from Jameis Winston this year with the Saints. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I know. You know, he tore his ACL. I think last year he's back. Yeah. I, the dude can fucking sling it, man. He throws. He, he throws risky passes, so yes. he gets a lot of interceptions so in the NFL. So it's like TDs and interceptions. Are you like he'll throw 30, 30 for thirty? Thirty TDs, thirty interceptions. Right, I know, but still, he's got that Alave from Ohio State. That kid's a baller. Ooh, he's and he's got Michael Thomas, also from Ohio State. You Didn't know, he pick up somebody else too. It might have, but they got a good receiving yeah, core, and and. Now they don't have. Uh, they don't have Sean Payton doing the, right. the play calling. Yeah, Dennis Allen's a defensive guy, but if they get some kind of half-assed decent offensive coordinator, now, yeah. oh, I think they got the guy from the Giants. Who? Jason Garrett? No, they didn't. No, 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 no. I was going to say the guy that was. Uh, who was the Giants Judge? coach last Judge? year? Judge. Yeah. No, I guess not. No. Not no, but no. I mean, if you're if you're a defensive guy, this is what I would do. If I'm a defensive guy. And that's how, and now I become the head coach. First thing I'm going to do is, I got the defense. I know what I'm doing. Yep. Let me get an offensive dude who can run that and say, you take care of the offense. Right. I got the defense. Right. Don't worry about the defense. Which is what Buddy never did. I mean, he, right. I mean, Cotite had the offense. He just. But, and Buddy was a master at drafting defensive dudes. Right. But offense, he was, he would just strike out every time. The guy considered them the enemy. How what idiot? How on idiotic your own is team. your own team? Uh, and then you know, then they would be shutting them down in practice. Hey, we we can't practice if you're shutting us down. Well, if you can beat us, you can beat anybody. Well, <laughs> they couldn't gain a yard. They had Walter Payton over there. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna kind of put a bunch of uh, things into one because it's they're all related. Okay. I'm gonna go again. 1814. I'm gonna stay in. I'm gonna do Europe this time. Um, and again, it's our boy Napoleon. Except Napoleon's finally going to go down. So Jack and Fred, they're going down. <laughs> so Napoleon has conquered uh, Moscow. He's into Russia. Except, much like today, the supply uh, chain is uh, you know is is stretched too thin. He's into way into Russia. It's, it's winter time, and the Russia Russians have practiced scorched earth. So they lose. They burn everything. No food. No shelter. Now it's winter, and it's freezing. Now we got to march back. So now they're marching back, and as they're marching back westward, the Russians are attacking, hitting, 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 run, hitting, run, and are depleting their troops. And while he's moving back, the sixth coalition of six countries against France march into Paris, basically ending the war. And that was the Russians, the English, the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Germans, uh, Austrians, and they conquer them. And now wow. Napoleon is now lost because. He's out trying to get the hell home, and they're conquering his hometown. And then they exile. So he spread himself too thin. Spread himself too thin. And he's exiled to Elba, all in 1814. To where? Elba, an oh. island. Oh, wow. Elba. Is don't that worry. where he ends up passing away? Or? No, no. No, he don't stay there too long. Okay. Don't worry. Next That's year coming. he'll be talking back. He'll be coming back. Don't You can't hold, him. You can't hold a, a mad genius down too long. That's awesome. We'll be talking about him next week yet again. All right, so you did speak about Germany there a little bit. Mm -hmm. So in 2014, Germany beats Brazil 7-1 in the semifinals of the World right. Cup. Right. Um, and then they went on and beat Argentina in extra time. They scored to beat Argentina 1-0 to win the 2014 World FIFA? Cup. Was that the FIFA one? FIFA World FIFA Cup? FIFA World Cup. Okay. Now the interesting thing about that is Uruguayan soccer player Luis Suarez, and I remember watching this live, uh, Ended up getting suspended for the entire World Cup 
after he got caught biting Italy's Giorgio Cellini. He bit him. He bit him he on national him? TV. Yeah, he bit him. By him. <laughs> he bit him on the shoulder. Which, by Why the way, do that? was the third time that Luis Suarez got caught on camera biting Why? somebody. What the fuck's he biting dudes for? Is he Dracula? <laughs> He, I think he finally admitted like he had a problem. He was just getting oh frustrated God. and fucking biting dudes. He that, was Mike Tyson of soccer. Mike, it was like that kid from Duke who kept tripping people. Remember right. that dude? He's in the NBA. He's in the now. NBA now. I mean, I remember Coach K is like, man, I got to suspend this dude, teach him not to trip dudes. It's funny because I remember uh, little. I was a horrible basketball player. You know that. Uh, although I, I, I often laugh when Jack tries to imitate Jimmy Ryan. He's like. Norm was a prima donna. All he did was shoot from the outside, which is true. But uh, when I was playing for uh, Fox Rock, Fox Chase Rec Center, and we were playing Kensington in basketball. And um, so my dad's over there talking to this guy, and it turns out it was his auto mechanic, the guy that was my dad's auto mechanic. So, you know, you're talking in the city, Hmm. playing basketball. I didn't. I was not a good basketball player. I was the guy that I'm going to use up my – five fouls and they're going to get me out of the game but i'm going to play great defense right i'm going to go up miss a layup whatever right that's me i was not a good basketball player just admitting it so i'm out there and they're opening tip off and i'm looking back at my dad i go watch this this kid keeps elbowing me jimmy i take my forearm into his chest and put my leg behind his leg and flip him to the ground and get and i just stood over him (laughs) and ran down the court and um that was the kid who my dad is standing his, talking to his son. Oh. My dad said, you embarrass the shit out of me, son. You embarrass the shit out of me. That's my boy there. Boom. That's my son there. Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I can't go to that mechanic anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Oh. I don't remember anything else from that game except that. Oh. And I remember, I remember the coach quickly taking me out of the game. Like, didn't get fouled on that one. Oh, I think the kid might have shattered his elbow, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I got a story like that, too. I, I was feel, in baseball. I, feel I, I, did that I gotta be honest, I feel slightly bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, my car's dinging. It's because you fucked that guy up. He won't fix my car. I think I was like 12, 13 years old at the time, you know? Uh, okay. Um, I'll stay in 1814. I'm gonna go with the War of 1812. It's still going. Um... The British invade Washington, D.C. and set the White House on fire. Really? They set the fucking White House on per You know, obviously that was, uh, you know, the symbol of our... Who was our president? Uh, Madison. Uh, James Madison. So, yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit, yeah. Motherfuckers. Fucking Taliban. Taliban, exactly. ISIS. Motherfuckers. Saudi Arabians. <laughs> fucking live golf. With golf. Those pricks. That's right. Hey, our... Charles isn't. They're not getting Charles. No, apparently not. Good. Um, all right, what do I got? Hey, Adam Silver becomes the fifth NBA commissioner in 2014. Um, taking over for. David Stern? Uh, David Stern. David Stern, okay. Yeah. He was a long time guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, he, um, you know, Adam Silver's still the uh, commissioner yeah. today. Yeah, he is. All right, I'm going to go to a, a kind of a funny one. I think uh, some of our listeners will enjoy this. This one happened 1814 again. It happened in London. And uh, for whatever reason, uh, this, this brewery, and I guess it was commonplace at the time, they would store their made beer in these gigantic... Oh, I this guess, is for Tony. For Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony will love this one. 
It's called the Great Beer Flood of London. And they would store these giant fucking barrels. Like, and they would store like 18,000 gallons of whatever or 18,000 barrels of whatever. How much fits in one barrel? 18,000 barrels fit in these giant things. And it was like three of them. And they, and Which, by the way, Tony will tell you exactly how much fits he, in He probably barrels. would tell me. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they thought this was safe. Well, they break. They bust. And there was 15-foot waves of beer coming down the street. No and way. And you would think, hey, cool. <laughs> Eight people died drowning. Get the fuck out of it. What a way to go. 15, yeah, what a way to go. Tony, maybe you like that one. They, they, Mouth great, open, man. The Great Beer Flood of London in 1814. 15-foot oh waves God. of beer rushing down the street. It's like a tsunami of beer. Holy shit. How about that? I think there might have been two brothers involved in that. Yeah? Who's that? <laughs> think about it for a second. In London, England. What's our show? London, England. Tommy. Arthur. The Shelby Brothers. You can oh, oh, oh. The Shelby Brothers. <laughs> oh, the Pinky Blinders. Yeah. You can see the Shelby Brothers doing something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, of course, they'd get their fill of beers before they did it. All right, so I'll go on a little bit of a one. That was a great story, by the way. That's friggin' awesome. I would have yeah, my mouth open. The Great Beer Flood of Love. I saw that. I'm like, I, and I had to look it up. I'm like, this is, this, get out of here. Yeah, that is very, so cool. Very, very cool. All right. In the NFC Championship, Seattle beat San Francisco 23-17 in a very close good game. In the AFC Championship, the Broncos beat the Patriots 26-16 in Denver. And then in Super Bowl 48, which I missed the first half of, I was... It was a Sunday, obviously, the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I had a Monday meeting in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Like, who the hell makes this meeting? The, the guy calling the meeting thought it would be fun to have all the managers come in on that Sunday and watch the Super Bowl together. After, after it's already been played? No, 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 no. Just, so I was like, the, the best, the earliest flight I could get was... Oh, so he went to bring you out there for Super Bowl yeah, Sunday? Oh. And then we were having a meeting the entire week. Oh. So I'm like, Jesus Christ. So... Um, I'm flying out there. I don't get there until after halftime. By the time I get, you know, uh, my ride to the hotel where they're having this big party and everything, I get there and um, I remember hearing that it's a blowout. And I'm like, oh, Seattle, shit. I'm, Denver, yeah. I'm like, I, I knew it. I'm like, fucking Peyton Manning was just going to own them. They're like, no, it's the other way around. And I'm like, What? <laughs> Legion of Boom, they had a nice team. They did have a nice team, but I did not have that much faith in them. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they struggled against San Francisco. I was like, I did not see it that way. Yeah. I did not see Denver getting blown out like that. Denver had yeah. a great defense, remember? Yeah. And uh, so the final score was 42-8. to eight. Um, But if you remember, that Super Bowl was played outdoors in East Rutherford at the... They play that in Giant Stadium. Giant I, thought that, I, I forget what, time, the, what was that called. I thought the Bears MetLife Stadium up there. MetLife. I thought yeah. the Bears lost their championship to somebody. The Colts maybe outdoor. They had another. No, that one. was that was in Miami in the rain. The Bears Colts. Oh, was it Super Bowl? Yeah, where the Colts so this, beat them. This was the year they played in. You know, I, yeah. I, I get get it trying to play in the Northeast, but fucking, what are you kidding me? In a now, blizzard in January. If you remember, it did not snow. It was actually. Okay, weather? Okay, but the week after was the blizzard. Oh, okay. We had, like, a out. blizzard the week after the Super out. Bowl. They did luck out by a week, yeah. which is crazy. But. Okay. All right, I'm going to... They should never, ever, ever do that again. No. 
And by the way, like, don't play the games in fucking Minnesota. Don't play the games in fucking Detroit. Nobody wants to go to those cities. No, go somewhere nice. Go somewhere, go somewhere nice. nice I mean, it's okay having it in Dallas. I don't care, right? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean Los Angeles, Florida, LA, Arizona, you know, Louisiana, whatever. Yeah, have them in the nice, warm climates. Yeah. Enough of this shit. People Nobody wants to go, go to fucking Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, no. Nobody wants to go to Detroit. Who was in the Detroit one? The Steelers? and there was, Well, it's Steelers and the Seahawks. Right. You know, it's like... This was the dumbest thing and ever. And there's been a couple of And I realized you get the New York money, right? You're New yeah, Jersey, but yeah. fuck Yo, well, that. That's fucking way expensive. Fuck Too man. stupid. Don't Too stupid. Don't ever do that again. Uh, I'm going to combine a couple here. I'm going to go to 1914. I'm going to combine a couple of sports ones, two baseball ones I'm going to combine. 1914. In July, July 11th, 1914, Babe Ruth makes his <laughs> major league debut in 1914 for the Sox. He was a pitcher then, just a pitcher. Were they the Red Sox then? Yeah, they were the Red Sox. When he? Yep, he was the okay. Red Sox. They were the Red Sox. And then also in that same year, the first baseball game ever was played in Wrigley Field. First Wrigley Field game? 1914? 1914. So, the Fenway was 1912. That's so, yeah, so Wrigley is I will tell you, Wrigley is my favorite stadium. Me too. Me yeah, too. More so. Even over in Fenway. Yeah, yeah. I like Fenway. I mean... Citizens Bank is a nice stadium in Philadelphia, yeah. but you know you're talking about traditions and everything. Wrigley Field is my favorite. I like by the far. I like the fact those old stadiums. You walk outside, you're in this in the neighborhood. You go to the bars, right? And, you know, yeah. The Citizens Bank is Cubby a nice Bear. Club, but, I mean, Cubby Bears, yeah. yeah. And then all that whole neighborhood. So mm-hmm. very very cool. So yeah, that's two for 1940. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Uh, in 2014, the Winter Olympics happened in yep. Soki. Soki, Russia. Soki, Russia. Now, the cool thing was Vladimir Putin decides... Pukin. Pukin decides he's going to go to the hockey game where mm-hmm. his stacked Russia team... And this was just in the regular round, right? Round robin mm-hmm. round. Yep. His Russian stacked Russian team is playing the U.S., these young U.S. players. Mm-hmm. And they called it the Miracle on Ice 2. Oh, cool. U.S. upsets... Russia in overtime. They actually had to go to shootout. They had to go to a shootout, which they do. It was two two, and T.J. Oshie, who I think at the time played for the St. Louis Blues, and then I think after that he went with the the uh, Capitals. Um, but anyway, T.J. Oshie went four for six. Could you could after the first round you could keep rolling out your same guy if you okay. wanted to. So whoever the coach was of the U.S. team just kept rolling T.J. Oshie out, and he just kept scoring. The Russians couldn't stop him. Finally, we stopped them because it was sudden death then. You know, after he got through the first five rounds, yeah, yeah. we were tied again. And then they just kept rolling. T- and T.J. and Sue and I are watching. We're like, it's fine. Sue's like, I love T.J. Oshie. So they ended up beating them. Um, Canada ended up winning the gold medal. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the U.S. finished. I think they finished fourth in those Olympics. Okay. But at that time, they were calling it the Miracle on Ice 2. Kind of cool. Right in front of Putin. This young Russian team. I mean, this young U.S. team beats the Russian. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So I'm going to go to 1914 and combine a couple of events again because they're all kind of related. So the first one I'm going to mention is in, uh, we kind of mentioned it last week, in Sarajevo, Sarajevo, Uh Serbia. The uh, Archduke Franz Ferdinand is assassinated. And it just sets off a chain of events. Uh, Germany invades uh, Belgium. Belgium and uh, Great Britain uh, declare war on Germany. Germany declares war on France. Serbia declares war on Russia. Russia declares war on Germany. And the U.S. declares neutrality. That's all in one. That's all within like a month. That's nope. actually within like we two weeks. We didn't join until 1916. 1918. 
1918. Okay. So they were fighting for a long time. We got in like the last year, year and a half. The U.S. joined because of a sunk they ship. They sunk into the, the Lusitania. Lusitania, right? Yeah. yeah. So they needed Fargan's something to jump in. Yep. So all well, of those. Just coming up in future weeks, apparently. Yeah, future weeks. So I mean, all that happened, and that actually happened all within like a month, maybe in a few weeks, just bump, 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 one after another. All that shit happened. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, UConn beats Kentucky 60-54. Um, and who was the coach of UConn at the time? First year coach, wasn't it? The Ollie? guard, Ali. Yeah. yeah, Kevin Ali or something so like that. So Jim Calhoun had retired. Was it his first year? Maybe it was his first year, and they yeah. win. And um, Is he still the coach of UConn? He's not, no. Okay. They, they fired him a couple years ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know who the coach is now. Uh, you know, I... I'm kind of blown away by how many championships UConn has in they have men's. Like four, yeah, four or five. Jim right. Calhoun won three or four. Right. He's won at least three, maybe four. That might have been their fourth, maybe their fifth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had nice teams. They did. They, they had nice. overachieving teams. Yeah, yeah that was They had some good teams with some great end up guys end up yeah. in the pros. You know, and the same, same year, the women win too. And how I, many times? I was going to say. It's like every time the guys win, you know, the women were always winning. That was the second time that they that had won happened. the double championship, yep. and, and they and beat the Notre Dame. The women beat Notre Dame. So, yep. Yep. so uh, I'll go back to again 1914. Um, oh, here's a good one. Um, in Cleveland, the first electrical traffic light is used. First time in the uh, in the world that electrical traffic light That's is about used. That's about a busy-ass intersection. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's probably right in front of the uh, Lincoln uh, Highway uh, porn where <laughs> everybody's watching shit. That's tremendous. Jack's eating fucking hot dogs. That's tremendous. Um, so, I got some draft picks for you. Mm -hmm. So, South Carolina Gamecocks. Oh, go Cox. Linebacker Jadavian Clowney was the first pick by the Houston oh, yeah. I remember Texans. that tackle against Michigan. Oh, man. Lit that dude up. And if you remember, he was pissed from the play before, whatever it was. I, I think they ruled it a first down for Michigan. Okay. Lord and, it was, and they were definitely short. It was in the Citrus Bowl, I think it was. Yeah, yeah I think it was the Citrus Bowl. And, hey, and he's like, he's guy. pissed off. And they're like, just, eh, come back. And he fucking hits that running back in the backfield. Nails. Oh, man. Nails. And that's it. Next thing you know, he's the first pick in the draft. He was a great football player. He was still is. I think he's still in the NFL. Like last year, he was with the Titans. Yeah, he's he was with Seattle there. before. Remember, he knocked uh, Wentz out of the playoff game. Yes, I do remember. Kind of like yeah. piled on there for a little bit. Yeah, dick. So, yeah, what um, a douchebag. But, cock. Know. Yep, Kyle Cox. Uh, so you want more first picks in the draft? High school right. pitcher Brady Aiken is the first pick in the Major League Baseball draft wow. by the Houston Brady Astros. Now? Ironically, you say that. Brady is a free agent, never made it to the Major Leagues. Uh, he Brady. declined to sign with the Houston Astros and went to IMG Academy instead, you know, that place in Florida mm -hmm. where. Mm -hmm. um, so he was one of three overall first round picks. That never made it to the majors. Can you name either of the other two? No. That never made it to the pros? Never made oh, it to the pros. No, the first never picks. Yeah, them. the one was an old guy, Steve Chilcott, by the Mets. He was a pitcher. Okay. The other one you will have heard of. He was the first overall pick by the Yankees. He was a pitcher. Do you remember the name? Hmm. I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure our buddy Newman knows. Brian Taylor. Do you remember Brian Taylor? The, hmm. All the Everything that was made about this kid, Brian Taylor, the no, pitcher. Yeah, no. he never made it. Never made it to... Um, well, no, I would have never, well, never heard of the game. You know, God, I can't believe you didn't know that. No, I mean, it was, if he never made it... Think I about it, the, the Yankees screwing up the first overall pick. 
Brian Taylor. Well, I mean, yeah. the Yankees are famous for, like, you know, making a nice pick, having them in a foreign club, and then trading them away for somebody because they don't let them. And that's how the whole captain story was. Oh, which is great, yeah. You know, they were going to trade away Mario. They Mar- were, yeah, Mariano. they want to trade away all their prospects. But, all right, you're uh, up. Um, I will go. Here, here goes. Here's an interesting one. In 1914, a guy named Harry Turner was playing in the Ohio football, professional Ohio uh, football league, and he's the first guy to die from playing football. Oh, no shit. Now, the Ohio league ends up becoming the NFL. And that was in 1914. 1914. What know, was that Ohio team called? The, I don't know. It was in Ohio league. I don't know. Oh, okay. So it was, it was in Ohio. It was an Ohio league. And then I guess it probably started around Canton, and they express, expanded outward. Yeah. I first mean, guy to die from playing football. Wow. Yeah. I'm curious to see how many people have actually died on the football field playing, right? Yeah, well, we can look into that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting, yeah. right? I mean, there's been multiple people mm-hmm. uh, with neck injuries and stuff and career ending. Um, didn't a receiver end his career here? Oh, the one to Michael from, Irvin. Uh, well, Michael Irvin did the guy oh, from the Chicago. Other guy. Yes, he tore yeah. both fucking knees. On one play? Yeah. Waddle, well, I well, think his name was Waddle, right? Oh, was it Jalen Waddle? Or? Something Waddle. I thought he was it was from LSU. He was he was good. Yeah, he was good. And that was the old vet. Mm-hmm. I remember him like landing with one. It kind of came down one way, he went to the other, and they're like. And I remember the announcers like, "Ooh, that doesn't look good at all." It was a preseason game. Was it a preseason game? Yeah, and he hit the turf. He was a good so. receiver. Why would why would we be playing Chicago in preseason though? Maybe it wasn't preseason. But it was at the vet. He but hit I that those turf things. He was playing for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking tour. Both oh, knees, man. the vet was rough. Horrible, man. Ended his career. Yep. Um, all right, Bubba Watson wins his second green jacket. Bubba. Bubba. Gotta and love the name. He's from, name alone. He's from Georgia. Nice. And he wins his nice. Masters. So. Um, I'll kind of speed this up. I'll, I'll mention a couple. Okay. Um, one, the the first stone for the uh, Lincoln Memorial is, is put in place. So they're starting the Lincoln Memorial, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Um, the Federal Reserve Bank in New York finally opens up its doors. The last year they, uh, the nineteen, the year before they establish it, and then also in 1914, the Federal Trade Commission is uh, established. They don't fucking do shit until after the. Uh, until after the uh, Great Depression. <laughs> I was just going to say. They don't do a fucking thing. They're established in 1914. And, and then, didn't do a fucking wow. thing. It was only a name alone. And who did they put in, uh, in charge of it after the Depression? And this is fucking... The, the, the fucking... Uh, the, the wolf Somebody in the mob? Up. No, no. Close. <laughs> Joe Kennedy. <laughs> Joe Kennedy. Because he fucking is the only dude who made money off of the Depression. Yeah, right. That motherfucker. He, he was running his liquor. Yes, he was. Yeah, good on him. Liquor didn't even know her. Yeah. yeah liquor didn't even know her. That's good. I like that. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was the first pick in the NBA draft by the Cavaliers. Nice. He was playing for Kansas. I think he played one year in Kansas now. Yeah, Wiggins. Yeah, I remember him. And if you remember, I don't know who the, what pick the Sixers had that year in 2014. Probably pass off on them, right? Yeah, and I can't remember who they got. But Andrew any, Fultz? Well, no, they no, 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 no. <laughs> that was years. No, but the Sixers wanted Wiggins, but uh, I don't know. But they didn't have the first pick. The first uh, overall pick oh, was okay. the Cavs, and everybody knew Andrew Wiggins. But the Sixers sucked, so he thought they were going to get the number one pick. And um, you know they, the lottery didn't work out. Every you know they wanted. They to, get ironically, they wanted to tank for Wiggins back then. Now Wiggins ended up being uh, a stud for the Warriors this year. 
Yeah. In the NBA Finals. They had a couple of dudes this year, besides Curry and Green, who really stepped up. And Wiggins was one of them. There was another guy, young guy, that they got yes, in the, the last guard, draft. The yes. guard. Yes, he was really good. So they, it was. It, so it kind of shows that when they get their picks, they they take advantage. That and I can't stand Steve Kerr, but he obviously did a really good job. Yeah. Him and his team did a good job with Andrew Wiggins this year. Um, who, ironically, he he still regrets getting the shot, the vaccine. He didn't want the vaccine. Who? Andrew Wiggins. Oh. Um, they weren't going to let him play, and so from pressure, he decided, I'm going to get it. Well, if you got if it, he still to this day will tell you he. He's not happy that that team forced him to get it because he would have been the same as Kyrie Irving. They would, he wouldn't have been able to play in California. That was the way the rules were there. Yeah, true. Um, but um, so the thing is about that was at the time the Cavaliers got that pick, but this was after LeBum decides to go to Miami, right? <laughs> so he goes to Miami. Okay. And, um, you know, if you look back, there is some shady shit that went on that the Cavaliers got that first overall pick several times. I think they had the, I think they picked the year before. They picked that kid from ULNLV that I think I talked about last week. Well, you know, everybody made such a big deal, and you know, maybe it's just a Philly thing. Oh, the Sixers tank, tank. Maybe there's other teams tanking too, and they didn't well, make a big, such a big stink. About but it. I still think the NBA. I felt like the whole thing was fixed. That the Cavs got the overall. They got the <laughs> fucking lottery ball, like three of four years in a row after LeBum left. Yeah, and then <laughs> that piece of shit. How about the Magic? They got it a couple of years, and they got Shaq and Penny back in I the know, day. All right, that's a great thirty for thirty. So. You know, it's. I was just curious, and then that piece of shit LeBum goes back to the Cavaliers <laughs> after all that, right? And, but uh, that was when I did actually like LeBron when he went back to the Cavaliers. The one, and year, then he did the one championship, and they went four years straight to the finals, lost three out of four. And the one year they beat the the Warriors, they came back from three to one, right? And no one had done that in the finals. And he still made one of the most incredible plays I've ever seen, running down and blocking that shot, and it was the. The dude from uh, Philly. He, oh, uh, Iguodala? Iguodala. He blocks Iguodala's yeah. shot. And I'm oh. telling you, the the determination yeah. on LeBron, that was the he one time I gave to... it up to him. Yeah, he... Uh, I'm moving it. I'm moving it. Yeah, so go um, ahead. I'm going to, again, I'm going to combine a couple. I'm going to jump now to 2014, a couple of sports things. Heisman Trophy winner is uh, Marcus Mariota. Yes, from out of Oregon. Oregon. And by the way, he's starting this year for somebody. Well, he was, you know, the Raiders were working him in nicely. They would bring him in on like, they would bring him in and he would run. He'd run like an option. Where is he starting? I don't know where he is. But every time they ran it, they'd pick up 20, 30 yards. Who who would have been out of the league or got traded or retired that Mariota would be the starting quarterback? He's starting. Is Chip Kelly sent back in the NFL? No, I know. But I'm like. I don't know. Somebody awful. It's got to be somebody in the NFC. He's the Atlanta. He's the uh, that's Atlanta? where Atlanta. Yeah, he's the Falcons starting they quarterback. Run the option because Atlanta drafted that Ritter kid from Cincinnati, and Mariota is starting Ritter's over him bad. right now. Now Ritter's not bad. He's not great. So they're going to sacrifice um, Mariota until this dude puzzles. <laughs> right. He's going to get killed in like five games. Yeah. So I don't know who the coach is down there in Atlanta, but. Um, the NFL Network did a special, and that's why, how I figured it out. I was like, because Carolina, they're talking about Darnold and uh, Baker Mayfield, right? Oh, with uh, Matt Rule doing it. You got it. Tom yeah. Brady in Tampa. 
Mm-hmm. Um, who else is in the NFC South? Oh, and Jameis Winston, because they were talking about him with the knee. And I was like, but there's another dude, is the Saints batting with him? Is Teddy Bridgewater still down there or no? No, he's... Where's he at? I don't know where Teddy he's is. He's not bad. Oh, Teddy... Teddy, I thought Teddy was in Denver last year because he Eagles might be. But beat I'll him. tell you what, whoever he's at, he's a quality backup. He he's can not sling bad, it. Yeah. but he not had a starter. But. Remember, he had to come in. He had to start against the Eagles, and Teddy Two Gloves threw all those picks against him. We beat Teddy them Two last gloves. year. <laughs> he was great, Gallant, and he was fun. To watch. He was, he was. He was yeah. So good. Uh, the second one I was going to mention was the Spurs beat the Heat in yes. the championship in, in in seven games. That's the Kawhi Leonard year. Yeah, welcome. So that was very very. Kawhi cool. Leonard's welcome to the uh, national stage. Yeah, nobody really knew who this guy was. And I remember them talking about. Him, I'm like, you know, and I didn't even hear about them. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And you watch him, like, right. he's a nice ball player. He is. I mean, he's kind of a head case, he's but kind of a. I love how he's Kevin out Hart makes fun of the way he laughs. Uh, what the fuck? He, he laughs like a weirdo. <laughs> it's like the funniest thing. And, Kevin, and Kevin Hart is like going off, what the hell's wrong with that laugh? Because they were like playing the sexies. Like, we can't lose to that guy. That's great. <laughs> Kevin Shaq's Hart is making funny. making fun of him. Like, people are like, hey, Shaq, make Kevin Hart sit on your lap like a doll. I'm not sitting on it. I'm a grown man. And Shaq's like, get over here. Get over here. <laughs> All right, baseball. Royal, the Royals, Kansas City Royals, swept the uh, O's in the ALCS. Hard yes. to believe in 2014 the Baltimore Orioles were who in the ALCS. Who was it, Coach? Was it uh, Showwater? It had to have been Showwater. He's the only one who got them to play good ball. And, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that in a and second. And he's a great coach. Uh, and then the Giants beat the Cardinals in five. And then in the World Series, the Giants beat the Royals, the Royals in seven games. And if you remember, Madison Bumgarner, who... Who got Pitch the MVP? Off what, two, two, uh, days? two days rest, and then he hit. Two, yes, didn't he? yes. He was the MVP of the uh, World Series. He was the MVP of the World Series, Madison Bumgarner. So I mean, that guy was just it then. So, he certainly was. He yeah. certainly was. He was a big old country boy. He's like, I'll hit, and he did. What's the name of that guy? I always thought Bumgarner. I always cracked up because it was like that, the kid from the where he throws the. The ball back oh, in. Oh, I know. The rookie of the year or something like that, where he is, his arms all tightened yeah, up yeah, from yeah. an operation. Right, right. And he throws the ball all the way to home plate. And like from, from center field. Really field. And they're like, whoa. Who's, who's that? It was like, and his name was like... Something, something Gardner. Yeah, something Gardner. Ruth Gardner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roth Gardner. Oh, my God. He was like <laughs> blowing pitches by somebody, and a dude from the Mets was like... <laughs> Hitting him. Yeah. Mommy, mommy's watching. Where's mommy? And I was like, holy shit, this dude's mean. <laughs> Uh, to 2014, uh, some, some bad or bad news, badder. Uh, Oscar Pistorius is found guilty of killing his girlfriend. He is. And, tink, 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 tink. And ironically, he was originally found not guilty. Yes. And then he was found guilty of actually murder. It was weird. It's because it's not U.S. law. It was in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, first he was, you know, it's, there's no double was jeopardy. Was he South Africa? Yeah, he's South Africa. Okay. Yeah, so he was the guy that, what was his nickname? Because he had the, the legs. The, it was Tank, I don't fucking know. I remember. No, he, they, they had a nickname for him, but he was the guy that. Yeah, they had, he had he had two of those legs. And they, they were saying, hey, you know, he's an unfair advantage and he had right. whatever. God damn it, I got to look I, that I don't up know what quick. his nickname. I remember who was that uh, comedian, Cat something or other, fucking did a whole skit on him, which was freaking hilarious. <laughs> I'm in the middle of this podcast. That's who wants me to. Text her this number. Are you serious? Gotta be good. <laughs> Shout out to Sue for uh, saying hi. We gotta have Sue back on. On who knows this better? Yeah, right. Sue, Jimmy, I'm gonna smoke cigarettes. Don't say hi to me. Hi, Sue. 
That's funny. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, Blade, he was, I didn't even look this up. Blade right. Runner. They called him Blade Runner. Runner. All right, nice. <laughs> Blade Runner. So that was 2014. Yeah. Yes. Um, the LA Kings beat the New York Rangers in five to win their second cup in three years. That okay. was the Flyers West again. Okay. Uh, the Ryder Cup, the Euros beat the U.S. 16.5 to 11.5. But guess what? In 2016, we get our revenge. I can't yeah, wait to talk it. about that. That's it. Rory McIlroy was on top of the world. Uh, he goes wire to wire and wins the British Open. He was the golfer of the year that year. Rory Very was good. the Rory, man. Hey, it's Literally nice to see won. an Irish guy win the British Open. Yes, right. Uh, the Ebola breakout starts in Africa. Oh, my God. And we didn't have to wear masks, and we didn't have a shutdown for two <laughs> years, and the Democrats didn't go freaking crazy over this shit. Um, and then I have one last one, which is a kind ahead. of a sadder one. Uh, also on 214 in Ferguson, Missouri, uh, oh, Michael yeah. Brown uh, attacks a policeman, but the story came out a different way at first. But uh, that Hands up, don't shoot. Yeah, well, he don't attacked shoot. the guy. Uh, and then, and then they. And by the way, out. he had just... And well, they, you story. know, and everybody wanted to wash, sweep that part of the story on the rug that he just beat the shit out of some dude at a convenience yeah. store. Robbed them and beat the, the shit out of them. And then he's walked down the middle of the street. The cop says, "Hey, get on the sidewalk," and he wouldn't. Right. I mean, how, how many times? Imagine doing that in Philly, and the cop says, "Hey, man, get on the sidewalk." I know I'd get on the sidewalk. Yeah. So I think it was like two, three years later. I'm in uh, St. Louis. I went to a baseball game at the stadium out there, and. Uh, I'm like, I'm in the back of this van, and there's a whole group of us going to the game. And, you know, I got a few beers in me. Norm Jackass takes over, right? Oh, boy. You know. Um, so I'm in the back going, hey, I'm yelling to the driver, don't take us through Ferguson. Don't take us through I'm like, just, Jesus. I'm like the mouth off. I'm like, I want to get to the game safe, you know, like all and this who shit. And who is the driver? It wasn't the driver. It was the guy in the fucking seat right in front of me in this van we're in was from Ferguson. And I'm like, and somebody's elbowing me. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, what? Like, uh, I can't. It's my neighborhood. It's like he's from Ferguson. But, you know, I was like, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Nice going, Tucker Carlton. (laughs) (laughs) They used to call me, I mean, you remember back in the day. Robbie and Doug and Scotty, they used to call me Iggy Inappropriate. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There goes Iggy Inappropriate. Oh Saying something boy. inappropriate again. Because I was always foot and mouth disease. Oh, boy. Constantly yeah, doing yeah. shit. Like that. So that, that happened in 2014. Yeah. And I think that's the last I got for me. All right. Uh, the last thing I have is the U.S. trades a bunch of Taliban prisoners for AWOL trader fucking Bo Bergdahl. Fucking Obama bowed down to the fucking Taliban and traded a AWOL, phony fucking war, whatever, Bo Bergdahl. Well, we're about to tr- probably make a trade, and they want to give up. They want to give up a bunch of fucking assassins. Yep. For, for somebody who's, you know, you know, listen, they, they shouldn't leave an American over there. And I know you don't like her politics. No, I don't. You don't like her politics, I, and I don't but agree guess with guess what? The, Maybe her views in the U.S. will change. Maybe. Um, I doubt it. I doubt it. But um, but she's an American. Bring her home, and they're, they they want big stuff. They want assassins. Yeah, which you know, is wrong. Which is fucking and and you know and, and as, as as a guy just told me in work, me and him had a long conversation, 
and he was in the military, this guy, and this is what he said. He goes, when I was in the military and we'd go to certain countries, they would say, do not fuck around. This ain't America. Yep. You know, you think you're going to slide over here. Over there, they, they're not going to let you slide. They'll throw your ass in jail. And he was in the military, and they said, do not do this. Do not do that. When you get over there, you don't mouth off. You shut your mouth, and you get through there, and you'd be grateful when you get back on the base. Shut Rules are different when you go to Rules another country. And, and he said, and he kept saying, he goes, You'll, there, there's like a demilitary zone, so, so to speak. And they will have a sign with a trash can. If you have something, throw it away now. And he goes, I guarantee they had that. She had her chance to throw her shit out. It's Russia. It's not even like you're right. going to England or Sweden. You have or, one chance. One more chance. Throw Turkey. that shit out. Yeah. And then go in there peacefully. And he goes, and he, he, he was saying, and he said that she deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So the Eagles. Uh, Phillies. Let's go talk Phillies before the Eagles. Some, some good news. So, yes. And the Eagles are going to be good news, I think. Yeah, so the Phillies are on a roll. Um, yeah, go the good thing them. is they're beating the teams they should beat. Yes. They're on their schedule. You look it's at their schedule. you got to beat the shitty teams. you got to beat those shitty yep. teams. And and so they've won the first three against the Nationals. That first game, they just traded for Syndergaard. They came back from the West. and um, He's not the dude that he used to be. He's sure. not. And he was giving up bombs. Even the outs this guy was getting so i'm watching this game and sue and i are watching it and um he gives up another bomb and they tag up the guy at third there's two uh, this makes the second out and castellanos catches the ball and just freaking throws a rocket to home plate now meanwhile there's the oohs and ahs this entire inning and um the nationals just keep scoring runs right it's five to four now and you're in the top of the fifth inning and oh, like, that's when it got the ring. And out. I said to Sue, I'm like, what are they doing? Stop the goddamn game. People are freaking out over this lightning bolt to right over the stadium and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, so it turns out, two and a half hour rain delay, they call the game. Phillies win because they got him out by Castellanos throwing the guy out at home plate. Yeah, Castellanos game. is all of a sudden starting to get hot at the plate. I, and I you hit know, a home run that game. I think I, I kind of mentioned this. I knew the guy was going to come out of, out of it. Because of the way he's he's determined, he's a determined dude, right? You know, and guys like that don't stay in you know slumps forever. Everybody's gonna have slumps. It's a long season. It's a long, long game. I think this dude's gonna be a fan favorite at one point because he endured all this shit. He's gonna turn it around, this guy. I think so. T- I think so too, Jimmy. You know, he's just a hard. He's a. He's and he a said what he he's said. And you know what? He's gonna. This team will support him. He'll realize that. And as long as Harper starts to get around. Um, you know, he'll put that into him, dude, you know. Well, and there's a brotherhood out there, right? I see that yeah, with this see, team. When he, he I, what was it, two or three days ago, he had a game-winning hit. The whole dugout went crazy. Yeah. And then they asked the manager afterwards, he goes, they support him. Yep. That's why. And they do. Yeah, I mean, the one dude's struggling. The left fielder is struggling right now. It's it's home run or nothing. Oh, what's it, Schwarber? Schwarber is struggling, dude. And oh, then somebody just hit a big homer. Was Hoskins. it yesterday? Hoskins. Hoskins. He's, he's on fire now. Every know, first inning, first inning, whatever. I know I, that's you don't. Two, no, two straight games. I'm going to give it up to him. Two straight games. He he got the home run in the first inning. Got but the, the team the, started. The Phillies have done three straight games with a homer in the first inning, which yeah. is a is that a record? I don't, Maybe I have no for idea. the Phillies. They were. I, I was watching something. And everybody, and they're pulling together, and that's what you need. That's that home run yesterday by Hoskins almost left the ballpark. That's cool. Hit hit into the upper deck in left field. Hit off the wow. wall in the upper deck, Jimmy. Wow. It was a fucking shot. But I mean, it's cool but, to see them. And he pull also together. made a nice play in the field yesterday. I'm just still not a fan of Hoskins. I know you. Is what I it is. Yeah. Um, but the key is at this trade deadline 
forget who we got. Who we got rid of. We got rid of Adubel and Familia. Yeah, they who I couldn't stand either one of these guys. Yeah. Familia wouldn't oh, throw strikes. And and Obdubel was a stupid player. And Obdubel ball just player. sucks. Would swing at fucking anything. He was the stupidest player. And I've seen some free swinging. A lot of those uh you know, Caribbean uh ball players, they they're free swingers, man. As they say, you don't walk off the island. You hit your way <laughs> off the But I mean he fucking he can't even hit him. No. And then in the field he's a complete liability and he's your center fielder. You're up the middle guy's gotta be your B to your best guys. Right. Fielding at least. So then we get Syndergaard and this guy Marsh from the Angels, right? Both of them from Angel, the Angels. I heard, I've only heard good things about Marsh. I don't know much so about Marsh him. is an athlete, Jimmy. Um, he needs a haircut and needs a fucking <laughs> shave. The guy's hair is like fucking... Eh, whatever. I mean, just it just looks hey, like shit because it's hot and humid. And it's just soaking well, red. Well, i tell you what. If he can start hitting and start playing, everybody will be growing I still like this Veerling. I like Veerling better in center. I'm like, yeah. you know... Uh, well, then put Marsh somewhere else. Well, no, no, no. It's good to have Marsh. Marsh is a great defensive player. Okay. Right? So, what did I say? I want good defense up the up middle. Up the middle, yeah. That's what, that, the hitting would come around on this team. Right. So, he got his hit, a hit, his first at bat uh, as a Phillies. They sat him yesterday. I think he pinch hit one time. Um, the uh, And then the key was that Robertson, who we got a couple years ago from the Yankees. Oh, the, the, uh, the closer. That is the he guy. Just cl- he just closed the dude. And that's... that's. I love this you, dude. You know, you close out so many games, man. How many times the dude's... And, and, we and just he is on top year, of his game this year. Games. Unfortunately, he played for the Cubs. He didn't have many chances to how, save games. How much control do they have on this dude? What do, do you mean? mean? For a couple years to the end of the year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that. But he he's great. So you got him and Sir Anthony. So now you got two closers. Good. That's a That was a weakness. And now the now Phillies got it. Well, now you got an eighth inning guy. Hey, if you yep. got an eighth inning guy and a ninth inning yep. guy, now it's a race to that inning. Robertson's on top of his game, and he is so happy to be with the Phillies. He's like ecstatic. He wants to come good, back because good, good. because he got hurt the last time and never yeah. really played here. Yeah. He played like four yeah. games maybe. Right. Um, so it's great. That to me was the the great pickup. Okay. I like it. I did say I wanted a center fielder. We got a center fielder. We got we got yeah. an up the middle yeah. guy, and Gene Segura is back. That's like. Who's a huge win. Uh, the the Vot kid or not Vot? Uh, Stott. Uh, the kid can't hit. And, you know he. How's he, his field? He's a great fielder. Well, that's that, that's the first thing you got to concentrate up the right. middle, as we said. And who's playing second? Segura back. Segura's back. So, okay. Segura had four hits yesterday. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> we miss him. We oh my him. God, he's just just such a good you know, contact so hitter. That's good. That's yeah. Good. So Segura had four hits yesterday, and then Stott is a great fielder. Okay. And, you know, he gets the occasional clutch hit. And on that team, yeah, he's batting yeah. ninth. That's all you need, Al. That's what you need up the middle. Then you have all your big bats on the you know, left yes. field, right field, first, third, maybe a catcher. Right. But, yeah, you'll, you know, that's good. Yeah, that's Real Mutos, you know, he's playing all right. He'll be back. He'll he, get you know, it he's, going. He's had a couple that, home runs lately. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm not, you know, Syndergaard is a good have, right? He'll be our number then, you know, four or put, five you pitcher. You freaking like Marsh in left and then DH fucking uh, Schwarber. Right, you can do yeah. that. You know, he needs some rest, yeah. which is that's great. I mean, that's a good yeah, point that yeah, you can do yeah. that. You couldn't do that with a doable. No, right. So um, that's good. And then you know, Harper's talking about early September ish back. And I saw him. He's in the dugout. He's going crazy. Oh, he's, is he dugout yeah. now? Because he was yeah. announcing the other night. And it was great. He I was, saw. He was the, awesome in the. He booth. was. In, he was in the. He was in the dugout uh, when uh, Hoskins hit one of those home runs over uh, okay. the weekend, and he's going off. And yeah. that's great. Yeah, no, dude, great it's great team. having him around and the, the thing team is, again. You know, you know, we, we're teammates. Yeah. As we just talked about the team on open. 
you know, your excitement for each other. Yes. Hey, yeah, I did good, but I'm excited because you did good. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's teamwork. That is. Uh, so Eagles training camp. Yep. Um, one thing I said and one thing I don't like is right now is uh, Devontae Smith has a hammy. Those hamstrings, man, those can be a pain in the ass all year long. So uh, if I'm them, I don't mess with that because he's a speed guy. And those guys who are, you know, the guys who are fast always pull a hamstring. Always. Good. You know, so I'd rest that guy. Get, get, Don't even mess with yeah, him. Yeah, you don't need him. Just sit him for the next four or five weeks. Yeah, just sit him and I mean, rest it up, whatever. It's just they're, between they're him and the hearts, hurts getting timing down. That's it, right? I mean, just go out and have a catch one day where you're not doing patterns. Just get your hands ready. Right. Get your hands ready. Uh, and then Melata's got a concussion, so the padding on top of the helmets apparently didn't help him. Well, he's so fucking big, he fucking probably ran into a brick wall and knocked the house down. And then all the reports I'm hearing out of training camp, right? And I'm getting this from the reporters. I listen to, you know, uh, the guys on WIP and then the stuff I read. Um, so I haven't seen anything yet, and that's what yeah. I'm waiting to do because I don't... Yeah, you I'll can't take, judge until you see it. I got to see it, right? I've yep. always told oh, you that. So good that's things I'm, about uh, Hurts. No. no? I, you're hearing mixed bags about Hurts, yeah, yeah. right? That's what I'm so hearing what about Hurts. I'm hearing stuff about uh, Jordan Davis is a freaking beast. The guys can't stop him. He's an incredible athlete. He's sacking Hurts. He's he, running Hurts down. Is he? Did he come in shape? He's. I guess he's in shape. I think him and then our boy Dean. Dean. Love, They're like, dude. Dean's a beast. I love that dude. And they got him, they got him rotating in. Now, let me starter. tell you something. I mean, that Georgia defense was stacked. Mm-hmm. And they had nothing but All-Americans. And the one guy, to me, who stood out the most was him. Yeah. And he was all got, over the place. And, 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 you know, draft night, me, you and Jack are texting each other like, man, I can't it's a believe shame they passed about that. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, God, who, and after a while, I'm thinking, whoever gets this kid is going to fuck have strike gold. And then we got him. I'm right. like, oh my god! Right. I love this kid. And then, I love you know, We it. picked that Jordan Davis first, mm-hmm. and we passed on the kid from Notre Dame, the safety who everybody wanted. Right. And and you know, and now, he was you see the video highlights of him getting burned by like some no, off the street receiver. No, no, I did. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, no, granted, he's a safety, he's right? He's a safety, so. and, he, and he's a rookie, and it's probably yeah. whatever. But I mean. That, you know, I'm glad to hear about you know the kid, the other kid, the defensive tackle. This is great, Dean. I hope this kid just is a man. Right. I've really liked him in college. You know, and and Eagle football, everybody Eagle football. But when their defense is playing great, everybody loves it. Yep. It's a shame that Ray retired and Seth retired because Seth would be loving this. Oh my God! Yes, Seth. You're, oh, this I is Seth. I wish he would come back. I know, but remember, these are names. We still got the same guy running the defense that we did last year. Yeah, that's true. Fucking so goofball. I'll wait man. and see. All I want to do is I want I want my eyeballs Proof is on in this the shit. Proof is in the pudding. You know, and I, I still don't have faith in this coaching staff. I no. have faith in the team, but believe it or not, I have faith in what Hallie has done. Hallie's yeah. put together a team. Howie has always done good in the later rounds in the free agent. His first yeah. couple rounds, he fucks up the. I would think the first couple rounds are the easiest ones. You go with the big names. Yeah. You know, the later ones are tougher. Like, all right, how do I pick a guy from fucking Toledo who's going to be our corner? Right. Or, but he's great at that shit. And he hasn't robbed our future. We're stacked with picks. Yes. We're yes. still stacked with picks. Yeah, you would think the later rounds and those other picks are the tougher ones and the big ones are the easy. Give me. And he fucks those up where yeah. he used to. But so, we'll uh, see. I'm still... I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. I'm still a believer in Howie. Um, back to Major League Baseball. I forgot to say this, but I think it's a... 
it's literally between four teams this year. I think it's mm-hmm. the Yankees, the Astros, and the and the in the AL. AL yeah. I just think those two teams are mm-hmm. head and shoulders above everybody. Mm-hmm. I did last week. I was singing, and even with their acquisitions and everything through the trades, I was singing the Padres, whatever. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's just the Mets and the Dodgers. Okay. So it's those four teams. Yeah. The Padres are getting their asses handed to them by the Dodgers this week. Right. Um, I know Tatis isn't back yet. Yeah, I don't yeah. Think. So, I mean, I would say this. I'm, I don't totally disagree with what you're saying, but you got to remember – the the all the playoff all the wild card teams are coming from the AL East. They're all going to come from. They're going right. to be the Toronto, Tampa Bay, maybe even the Orioles, Red Sox. Who gives a? I hope they don't make it. Um, and they're not going to be just like you know we talk about eighty five tournament. The Nova wasn't afraid of Georgetown. They're not afraid of fucking the Yankees. So you better watch out. So that's true because they got you know, Toronto. But they'll be beating the, they'll be beating each other up. Yeah, in the so they'll be beating each other up. Card, no, no, the Yankees going to win the division. Even though they just lost four in the first round by. They'll get the first round by. But when they match up with them, they're not going to be like, oh my God, we're playing the Yankees. Whereas a team from another division may lay lay down like, fuck, it's the Yankees. These teams are going to be like, fuck that, bring it. We play them all the time. So it's a long, you know, and then, you know, baseball gets hot. You know, you could get hot for 20 games and then cool down for 10 or something. Which the Giants and Cardinals proved that. You know, so many yep, of those years yep, where yep, yep. Philly's, so, Philly's won, what, yeah. 100 and some uh, games? And they and... should have won. So, I mean, it, at first blush, if you want to just like go, you, it, wouldn't it be great for tradition way, ways to say Yankees-Dodgers? Because they're both stacked. They are stacked. And the Yankees, fucking Jesus Christ, they stacked themselves even some more. You know, they didn't need to make any trades. Mm. And they got Andrew Benedetti. They got another fucking closer. Yep. Like they needed more. The rich got richer. Same thing with the Dodgers. Right. And the, I the would key love is, to see those two just for tradition. Playoff baseball comes down to three pitchers. You know, well, really four, right? You got your three key starters and, you and your closer. Yep. And it's yeah. like, who and then, has the best top and, you know, that's where and the Dodgers... And then what, what pitches are going to get hot? I mean, <laughs> right. which hitters are going to get hot? It, you know, Judge is on his way to make, you know, 200 RBIs and 900 home runs. Will it be hot at that point? That's a good point. And that big fucker, he's, you know, I hate to do this to you Yankee fans. Don't mean to jinx you. But that big fucker gets hurt all the time. He does. Because he's a big, strong guy and he swings the ball bad hard. And if you, he tries to, you know, stop it, that's where he tears his oblique. <laughs> I think it was... Uh... Joe from uh, Bocce said this week, he's like, you guys are like the Sports Illustrated cover. You're, you're Joe. <laughs> he's going to get hurt this week. Because we oh. talk about Vince Scully, he dies. Which, I know. You know, like, well, we were doing the who, who's alive, who's dead. I know. We were but, I mean, I don't mean to jinx Judge, but, I mean, he's a great guy. It's a long fucking season. It Anything is. can happen. And one we're only key, in August right one now. One key injury could fuck you. Yeah. You know, and, you know, like the Dodgers, they, they got it rolling, you know. And I think I, I think the reason they're playing well this week, and I don't mean to just ride our own coattails, but they may be playing off the emotion of Vince Scully dying. No. You know, you don't think so? No. I just think they're such a good team. They're they're loaded. And there's you know, 70 wins, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like, you know, that my boys Mookie bets. Started with their, uh, Mookie the, you is know, so freaking good. I love Mookie. You know, if, if it came to the Dodgers and the Yankees, you know, I ain't cheering for them a fucking Yankees. Sorry, Jay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mook's my man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just the Dodgers are – you got a guy like Mookie Betts just – Mookie is in that. It's a leader in the clubhouse. That's where you make a mistake, the Red Sox. you got a leader in the clubhouse. That's what Bryce Harper has brought to the they, Phillies. Well, you know, he obviously didn't want to be in Boston because yeah. the Red Sox offered him more money than the Dodgers. Yeah. 
So there was something there. That there is there definitely something, something there. He didn't want to stay. Maybe it was like the Jeter and thing that have you seen that negotiations where? Oh well, he got he he kind of like did Cashman it. did him wrong. Yeah, that comes out in the I oh, think I didn't episode see six. Oh, you'll see. But I mean, they, there is no love lost between those so... two. And cat, I mean, it was so wrong that Cashman did him, and you'll see this play out. That's why Jeter, you know. Didn't stay with the the Yankees. Oh, and he post. went to the Marlins for yes. uh, ownership. So they did something wrong. I mean, you know, you hear Mookie talk about his teammates. He loved David Ortiz. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the Red Sox offered him the same deal That's that Bryce Harper got. They wanted to keep him, and then he's like, "No, I'm gonna. I want to test free agency." He went to the Yankees or Dodgers immediately tested uh, the free agency order, and they extended him yeah. for less money. Right. And he was a ball player. He I mean, he, he truly is a five-tool player. I mean, he can hit, hit for power, run, field, and throw. I mean, he's tremendous. And he started out as a second baseman. Right. He's a player. And the only right. reason he went to the outfit was because of Dustin Pedroia. Right. So, he's the man. IQ question of the week. Yep. Oh, boy. Let's see. Here we go. Line him up. There you go. There One, you go. two, three. We're on the four. All right. All here right, we go. We're on the four. Uh, you should have asked me this. Me and John Patrick could have tried to get together and answer this yesterday. <laughs> matter good. of fact, when we have him, we'll have me and him. We we'll try to get to back. He, he wants to. What, yeah, yeah. We he do wants more back. streaming and stuff. He wants he to said. do. A, he's he's. You're not going to stump him on movies and stuff. No, which would be cool. He's very good. He's together. very very good. All right, Melinda is 12 years. Oh, old. here we go. Dave Dave uh, Dave Smeagol is 59. He's a bus driver. <laughs> Dave, thank you for being our bus driver. All right, here we go. Melinda is 12 years old. Okay, and it's three times as old as Lisa. Okay. All right. How old will she be when she is twice as old as Lisa? She's twelve. Okay, and then the other girl's four years old. Okay. So twenty-four should be twelve. Should be. Hold on. Sorry, Al. I'm trying to allow people to come up with an answer. Meanwhile, I'm figuring out myself. Uh, so hold on for a second. Oh, when they're tw- when she's twenty four, the other one will be twelve. Twice as old, right? Twice as old. Yeah. So the one girl's gonna be twenty forty, the other girl will be twelve. Uh, no, I messed that up. No, they're eight years apart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So she'll be twenty. She'll be twelve. She'll be twenty-eight. She'll be eighteen. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. So you stay in your thought. I'll stay. Start. Say, sorry about that, oh. Tony. I don't want to disappoint you. You, you sent me out the kudos, so I don't want to let you down. I'm going to call Tony since I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, I don't have the Jeopardy theme music. Don't fuck you, dick. <laughs> Thank God you don't have that fucking. <laughs> let me have another fucking beer, you jerk. Uh, All right, so, let me read this over to you again. Go ahead. So the one girl's think... twelve, and one girl's four. Uh, she's three times older than. Right. And so, so how old? Uh, will she be when she's twice as old as the girl who's four? So, uh, how old is which one going to be? How old is Melinda going to be when she's so twice as old? Twelve is the other one. Okay. Uh, yeah. so she's eight years old. So, this is not that hard. <laughs> I thought you were going to get it like that. Oh, then give me the answer if it's so not so fucking hard. Are you serious? Go ahead. It's sixteen. You bypassed it. She's four years older. If she, if you just went up one four. No, she's she. You 16, said she's three years older. She's three times older than her. Right. She's twelve and four. Right. So if you put four more on that, sixteen and eight, she's twice as old. Get it? 
So when the one girl's 16. Oh, oh, oh. Right? Yeah, you're right. You would have got it. You would have got Because you went, you bypassed 16 right away when you went up to the next one up, 24. Sorry, Sorry, Tony. I, I let you down, buddy. Beer four, dude. I get you on beer four every time. Beer four, motherfuckers. Oh, you see that? And, and, and for you right. people who don't know, he stares at my beers and he was, uh, "What beer is Jimmy?" <laughs> Fucker. So he's now I'm going douchebag. Sorry, go- Al. Where's Al coming back? By the way. Uh, very soon. He, you know, he's been on vacation. So. He's uh, number eleven. So maybe we bring him on twenty-two. I don't know. I will figure. out. We'll get him back. We got. We got to get Jack uh, back first. But Jack, we got a Jack Jack's like Cinderella. Jack wants a freaking meet midnight at fucking Union Jacks, and the worst part is, then he's gonna activate Johnny, who fucking will stay up till six in the fucking morning. On I'm like, I gotta work on Monday. I gotta work, you know. Hey, how about if we meet at six? How about seven? How about nine? And then it'll be a twelve-hour episode. Every time getting Jack on here, it's like getting Cinderella fit in her slipper. (laughs) Dude, we gotta stop. (laughs) One more story. No, no, no. It's more like fitting into his time. Like, well, well, he did tell us. Did he not say this week? He was like, "I'm all done umpiring." He, and, he did and say that. And so that. that we were like, "All right, we'll do Union Jacks." Then it's all no, like, no, no, no. Today was his last day. No, last week was supposed to be his. Oh, last. Well, I now all of a sudden, when we decided it would be this week, okay. Well, then, then sudden, now he should be. He'd be sure. But the thing is, you know, if we start at five. And, I can't you know, do five. Jack will, you know, you know, an hour and a half. I don't half care is, about that. Me and you will be an hour and a half. Jack will be three hours. I don't care about that. I my whole thing. We can do two episodes, right? I don't really care about. No, it. It's no, just the time. I, care, I gotta I work the next day. Episodes. So do I. I don't <laughs> care about. We could do three episodes, but you know, then I gotta get up tomorrow. Right. I'm not retired, and I don't. And work it's a long way from us here. I gotta work here. in the city. Going to Union Jacks is not right around the corner for exactly. us. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. All right. I need to. I need that to start at like two at Union Jacks. You and I get there yeah, a little early. Two would be the la- the latest for me because that's going to be a long episode. Yeah. You know, Huey Long doesn't shut down right away. It's like, dude, en- enough. Howie Long. Huey Long. Huey. No, Huey Pierce Long. Yeah, Jesus Christ, <laughs> he hit the filibuster. I love Jack. Oh, Jack's terrific. It's just like all oh. right. U.S. history questions. All right. These are not easy ones. Uh oh. All right. I'm, I am. Right. I, I have. Faith in you after last week and how oh, you boy. crushed I it. Set, I set the bar way too high. And you saw Tony, Tony right away. Oh, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just well, screwed up the, the, the 16 one with the All two right, sisters. So, <laughs> what five countries formed colonies that would later become part of the U.S. territory? So what, what five, five countries? countries? Oh, well, you know, you got easily, you got France, you got Great Britain, you got Spain. Um, Three. I'm thinking, did Germany do any? Um, Last two are the tough ones. Yeah, I bet they're the toughest ones. Uh, probably Portugal. Hold on, did I say I said Spain, Great Britain, and France? Correct. Those three. Russia. That's four. Russia, because that's Alaska. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say, then oh. the last one is Hawaii. Uh, is that Japan? I thought that. No. That is not the answer. Oh. You're shit. close with Germany, but it's not Germany. Uh, then I would have to go with Austria. Netherlands. What, what territory was it? I don't know. That I don't know. That's the one that throws me. Because I would agree with you with Japan, right? Wasn't Japan yeah, at one time Japan, Hawaii? Hawaii, no, it might not have been. It may, Hawaii might have been nothing. Hawaii might have been the Samoan Islands. But you got Russia, sure. which is good. So yeah, Russia the, was Alaska. That's, you got that's four of the so five. Much. Impressive. <sighs> I'm, I'm, hold on for now. I, I got to think of this. So the, who'd you say it was? Uh, you got England, France, Spain, Russia, and, then the, and the Netherlands. The Netherlands. 
The Netherlands. Um, Jesus, where the hell, what do we get out of the Netherlands? I don't know, man. Christ, were they? Why? No, the Netherlands would have been down in, you know, like central. No, no, I don't know. Because Spain was Florida. So it was a Dutch colony, and we got it from Albany, New York. And oh, New York. New York. Yeah. New York is what we got from them. That's that's yeah. what we. That was one of the first ones we got. Yeah. Holy shit, we got that. We've ripped them the fuck off. I know, but can you believe that we you got we got Manhattan and all that stuff from the Dutch? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So, all right. We ripped them off. Hey, good for us. All right. Well, I got four out of five. I got a B. That's very good, by the way. Uh, these are not. E- I told you these are not easy. All right. Why did the Pilgrims come to America? <laughs> to, to get to the other side of the street. Um, <laughs> uh, why did the pilgrims? I think that was religious reasons. It was very religious good. Reasons, yes. So to start their own religious community yes, after being yes. becoming dissatisfied with the Protestant Church in England. Oh, Damn, man, buddy. Protestant. All right, last one. Yeah. This is not too much U.S. history, but okay. it is part of U.S. history. All right, all right. What ultimately ended the Salem witch trials? Oh, well, first of all, it was all bullshit. Um, well, I mean, these girls were fucking just pointing out people. I think the fact that the thing, I think the thing that um, uh, they, they were going overboard, just blaming fuckers. And I think what happened was they blamed the wrong guy, and they're like, "Fuck this! These bitches are just making shit up." So the answer is not bad. I mean, not bad answer. The colony's govern, governor ordered the end to the trials after his own wife was accused of witchcraft. Yes. So, I mean, they, they, so, they accused close. the wrong person because yeah. they're like, hold on. Because they just started pointing fuckers out. Right. And then they're like, hold on for a second. I actually went to Salem. Went to the Salem Witch House. Did you? Which, of course, my nieces and nephews who were little kids at the time. And John Patrick, scared who we just... No, they were not scared shitless. They wanted to get scared shitless. John Patrick, who at the time was about three, we just got off with him, and he's stomping around with his hardened-ass shoes, and we're getting the history of the trial, and he fucking yells out in the middle of the presentation, she's not a witch, she don't got a hat, she's got no broom, who is she? And I'm like, hold on, like, shut Oh, John Patrick, you're the best. She's not a witch, I don't see no broom, I don't see no hat, she don't got no crooked nose. She ain't no witch. And the girl's like, hold on, little guy. He's screaming. Oh, John. How did this kid, who was so (laughs) crazy and hyper when he was a little guy and just like 90 miles an hour all the time, become such a nice, yeah, Well, he got outnumbered. He got outnumbered by three sisters who don't shut the fuck up. I'm sorry, girls. Don't shut up. And then his cousins, who you met at the Christmas in July, they don't be quiet either. So he just got outnumbered. All right. We are over an hour and 30. Um, so it's a long episode. I do have some would you rather. Should we skip right. them? Yeah, yeah, no, let's the go Mount would you rather. I like right. those. The Mount yeah. Rushmore you don't need to know ahead of time because no. it's going to be an easy one. Okay. It's a just a slam dunk. We'll be okay. quick with the Mount right. Rushmore. Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw this week, Jalen Rose said the Mount Rushmore. People stopped doing Mount Rushmores. It's, uh, <laughs> he's fucking nuts. Who said that? Jalen Rose. Okay. I'll play it before the Mount Rushmore. Why? Uh, he, he said it's racist. Mount Rushmore is racist. It's it's its roots are of of racist. Whatever. Yeah, Jalen Rose. So he's getting uh, okay. crushed for it. Uh, anyway, would you rather write a novel mm-hmm. that will be widely considered the most important book in the last two hundred years, but you took the 
But you and the book will only be appreciated after your death. Okay. Or be the most famous sports writer of your generation. Famous sports writer. I'd rather be, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy, Gaitland Rice. Oh, Gaitland Rice. Nice. I'd rather be that dude. Yep. Uh, I'll take the most important book in the past 200 years. Yeah, I don't I'm care. I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm dead anyway, but it would be kind of cool. Like, it's the most important book in 200 years after I'm dead. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, we, we differ on that one. That's yeah. good. You chose your way. Up. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm already. I'll be, be Grantland Rice. There you go. They still talk about him. There you go. He's a sports writer. Would you rather be famous for inventing a new deadly weapon? Mm -mm. or invent something that helps the world, but someone else gets all the credit for inventing it. I'd rather help the world. And like, if we cured cancer, I'd rather, you know, I don't need the credit for that. Let's just cure it. I mean, it would be cool to uh, be the person that invents a deadly weapon that doesn't leave, um, what do you call that? Uh, where you're, you're targeting just something and uh, when you're close to it, but you get casualties of war. What is that called? Uh, when you're close to it. Oh, uh, uh, not Collateral damage? Collateral damage, yeah. You know, if I could invent something that has less collateral damage where you're like okay. the real genius in the movie where they get the laser and you could just pick someone out and Boom. they're gone. The, the, the Nazi de death ray. They were trying to come up with a Nazi death ray. I mean, how cool would that be? So, yeah. but I, I see it your way. I'd, I'd rather be famous for. Uh, well, you're not or, I wouldn't be famous. famous I'm sorry. Uh, I'd rather invent something that, that helps the entire world. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. and I get that. no credit. I don't give a shit about getting about credit. Yeah, I, I just know that. I'd be making a difference. So yeah. yes, I'd be with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you rather all conspiracy theories be true, or live in a weird world where no leaders really know what they are doing? Which well, I think we live I in think now. We live in now. <laughs> Uh, I'll quit the conspiracy theories because you know right now all our leaders don't know what the fuck they're doing. You got it's fucking, so fucking clueless true. Joe. We got Putin who wants to. You, you talk. Uh, you know. I, I was thinking about clueless this. Joe. It's clueless Joe. Clueless Dad. Joe. Clueless Joe. Clueless Joe. So I mean, I was thinking about when you were saying like the Russian that. hockey team. Did you ever see the videos when they put Putin on the ice and these dudes let him score? Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. He scores like nine goals against like the greatest guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's exactly. A, Fuck him. Yeah, he overnight turns into yeah, Ovechkin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's Ovechkin. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so, our Mount Rushmore of the week. But before I play the Mount Rushmore, let's see if I can find this um, thing. I don't know where I I'm saw it. I'm upset that the, you know, the one girl is 16 and her sister's eight. Fuck. Who's Fuck. that? The one girl is 16 and her sister's eight. Yeah, I'm man, listening. that surprised me. You're going to, oh, you don't listen, but if you listen back, you. I, I, I did. I went by. I went 20, 24, 30 hours. Yeah, you went right by it. You skipped it. Damn I, it! I was really. I'm, well, I got to Salem Witch Draw because I went there and John Patrick fucking was yelling about witches. <laughs> I was surprised you skipped that, to be honest with you. Um, oh, well. Yeah. All right, so. Um, we're going to do our Mount Rushmore, but before we do Mount Rushmore... Oh, you want to hear Jalen yeah, Rose? He, I mean, I can't believe he said that because, you know, he usually has a pretty good perspective of historical there we NBA. Go. But I guess. using Mount Rushmore, that should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, indigenous people, who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus. That land was stolen for them. Let's stop using the term Mount Rushmore. Talking about our favorite rappers, talking about our favorite movies, we talking about our favorite players. 
All right, so for our Mount Rushmore of the week, fuck you, Jalen. Top of the Mount Rushmore of douchebags, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose, top douche douchebag wow. of the week. Wow. So anyway, um, our Mount Rushmore of picnic food. Oh, picnic food. Oh, you got me all caught there. Yeah. Oh, but I knew it would be an easy one for you. Yeah. I thought we were going to go like Mount Rushmore of centers because of Bill Russell or Vince Scully or whatever. All right. Picnic food. Mount Start Rushmore. Start it off. Give us give me uh, one. Picnic food. i got to go with barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. Good start. Love. All right. Right back at you. I'm going to go with, I'll take a nice Hebrew national hot dog. Mm. Grilled, little charred, perfectly tender inside. Nice. Mm. I'm going to go with uh, watermelon. Mm, Love on a nice hot summer day, and after you leave, I've got um, watermelon chunks. I'm going to be uh, digging into. So you started off with chicken and watermelon. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> I, I, I attended Willow Hill, so, so maybe, I, with... I, maybe I've been influenced by people in Crestmont. All right. Um, my next one is going. Uh, I'm going to go with corn on the cob. Uh, corn on the cob. All right. Very good. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with greens and shit. No. <laughs> I am going all southern black people. No, no, no. Uh, I got to go with a burger, cheeseburger. I love cheeseburgers. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger. perfect. I'm going to agree with you on that one. So I'm going right back at you because nothing beats a cheeseburger in the summertime. Uh, I guess I have to get one other than that. But I would go with, um, which I'm going to cook tomorrow, but... I was hoping to cook it today. I just never got around to doing my prep for it. But I'm going to cook a, uh, a pork shoulder. Ooh. You know? Oh, um, you're you're famous. Yeah. Oh God, Andrew Andrew T will be down at your house. Yeah, so I'm going to have a lot of leftovers. But all right, um, all right. I have to cook it tomorrow. I just I didn't get to do the prep uh, overnight last night, so I got to do it today, and okay. then I'm going to cook it tomorrow. Okay. So. Uh, I'm going to go to another dessert. Uh, I'm going to go to Schmores. Oh, that's a good one. Sitting s'mores, by the fire, cooking a s'mores. Yeah, you get that marshmallow on fire and you put it oh right between God. the graham nothing, cracker and chocolate. Nothing better than, you know, yeah, going camping yeah, with yeah. my kid and the s'mores are all over that fucking kid's oh, face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to go locally here. And it's just because if you intend a picnic anywhere yep. in this area, all right. you're getting a court police tomato pie. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I thought you were going to say something else. I, I'll, I'll say that one too, but that's a good one. I just that's had that yesterday. One, I'm going to go Jersey tomatoes. Ah, oh, Jersey tomatoes. I love Jersey tomatoes. And, sure. you know, there's times that we just put a little cheese on it and have J- Jersey tomato. Got to have a beer. You know what? Back in the day when we had the picnics, my dad would always get a keg of birch beer too. Oh, birch yeah. Beer, dude. Birch beer. I remember having that, birch beer as a kid. color and shit. Yeah, that oh, was a good, good one. stuff, man. That's a good one. Um,. God, there's, you know, God, I think we just hit them all. I mean, we did. Maybe a nice dog. You already mentioned a good dog. Yeah. I mean, that's it, man. I don't know why I'm into these Hebrew nationals right now. I'll cook them. Like, they're oh, yeah. freaking great hot dogs. I like, but, but a nice all the dog. Hot dogs, you get yeah. the cheeseburger. You get chicken. I mean, what else do you need? Man? You don't need anything else. I mean, I, you said the chicken about, right off the how bat. How about I this love one? Chicken. Ice cold beer. Yeah, Ice cold beer. We just that's had it. some. So, yeah. So, that's it. Um, a good episode. We. We went a long ways today, but that's good. We gave people a little okay. extra today. A little um, shout out to a couple people. Oh, you know, we got this little tradition, which I, I think you would find this pretty funny. Yep. Um, which we did Friday night. So I can talk about it now since Andrew is back from vacation. But we've been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. And um, so 
Andrew and um, Christina were away all last week. So Friday night, I get the text from Tony. He's like, porch time. You know? So we sat out on his porch and we're taking pictures of us drinking beer. Sue, Christine, or I'm sorry, Sue, Colleen, Tony, and myself drinking on uh, Andrew's back porch. <laughs> Andrew and Christina's back porch. Oh, oh, oh. So they're away. away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, that's yeah. our tradition. Is That's when, very funny. When people that's are away. We, yeah, yeah, you we, kind uh, of visit them. Yes. That's so. cool. That's very cool. And I know Andrew uh, was down uh, in North Wildwood, and I think he's got a place right near my sister's place, somewhere near Fourth and Ocean. Um, so I hope they had a great time. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Uh, one, one of my favorite places when I'm down there uh, is Anglesey because we know all the bartenders, first of all, and they great service, great food, great beer. I hope you went there. And we also go to the Elks, and we go to a lot of, a lot of those places down in North Wildwood. Now, the Elks is a private club, right? Yeah, you got to be an elk to get in. We are now uh, members, but uh, hopefully they hit all those nice bars and had a great time. Yeah, it's yeah. good, though. It was yeah. funny. I mean, we ended up, we were just going to have a beer or two. And, and then you ended up having a little party on their back. Uh, we, hey, here you go. I'll, I'll show you a picture. Oh, it's pretty funny. funny. We, um, that's funny. This is, this is the, and you got to realize, like, the exposure it makes it look like it's light out. It was dark, but look, we he just fucking pounding the beers. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> hey, wish you were here at your own house. <laughs> we FaceTimed on there. We had like the group FaceTime oh, and stuff. Fun. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. Well, welcome back from your vacation. Oh, here's a picture of the group FaceTime, but they dropped out. But <laughs> Oh, she took a picture of it. Christina oh. did. Look at us all. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so funny we've been doing it It's a fun tradition. Fun, so. funny, funny. Anyway, uh, thanks for riding Shotgun, episode 114. Riding Shotgun yeah. with Norman Jim. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. We'll see you. Now I got to get my kid to work. <laughs> there you go. See you.